I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date Play Jane assistance. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Lamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. We can't. 
anthropomorphic prototypes. He's trying to build an army of killer Eranishidae. Soon they're gonna march across the planet with a goose step. Enslaving animals and people, making all the Jews pets. Well, I don't know about you, but dude, let's stop him. Now he can't be stopped. That's the problem. Fuck that. I curl up in the fetal position, transform into a rocket, dash into robotic, blast him out of existence. Knuckles, you are my knuckle. Cause Knuckles, you are my Nucka There's no other Nucka like you Cause Knuckles, you are my Nucka Knuckles, you are my Nucka Cause Knuckles, you are my Nucka There's no other Nucka like you Cause Knuckles, you are my Nucka This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. I'm a commodity. I'm a known name in this industry. you lucky to have me. Fuck yeah, you're lucky to have me. This is true. Have I would be nothing without you. Known commodity, motherfucker. What we do, a movie show? We watched Your Highness? Yes, I loved it. That was good, it was good. Yeah. I fucking uh, drank so much. I couldn't even jerk off that night when I got home. I opened my uh, shitty computer to like open a fucking porn site and uh, the cord pulled out and it fucking shut down. I was like, fuck this shit. I can't fucking jerk off with this thing and I threw it across the room. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> so fucking mad. And I just passed out. I, what about, I drank like what? Three glasses of absinthe? All with like double shots and like three beers in like two hours, I think. Yeah, 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 because it was yeah, it was like a two-hour-long movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was a fucking good movie. And I just I kept drinking. Oh, they like, were say you just watched it. You kept watching it. No, like, no, for, like, I just kept drinking. I, just, I didn't go to bed until like six o'clock in the morning. After my like last drink at six in the morning, and then finally like was like, all I right, I gotta fucking sleep. I woke up sleep. the next day. I was like, fuck, what's going on? Like, I gotta work. I gotta work. And like I was fine. By the time I got to work, I was still like, fucking. I don't know. I wasn't even hungover. I was just fucking. It's just fucking whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I, was still, I think I was still drunk, though, when I woke up. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then I was a little salty at work, but I always am anyway. I always am. I'm fucking gem to deal with. I'm a gemerald. Fucking really good. Do you watch anything? You fucking watch anything I told you? The fucking Righteous Gemstones or the fucking Vice Principals? I watched Your Highness. But none fuck? of that other stuff, unfortunately, no. So good. Fucking uh, uh, Walton Goggins finally got into the Righteous Gemstones. He's okay. baby Billy Freeman. He's amazing. I think he was introduced by he's in a bathtub in like the yard and his fucking like 20 something year old fucking chick brings him out like some fresh breast milk for him to drink. I guess that's what, what? That's what baby Billy Freeman drinks. He drinks his fucking breast milk. That's amazing. And then he's in a tub in the yard. And he stands up and his like little dicks like dangling there while he drinks the fucking breast milk. It's fucking crazy. And he John Goodman, uh, he's like his brother-in-law. Okay. So John Goodman gets him to run the new church. That's fucking, they, 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 I love how too they hit on like the mall thing. They bought like a Sears, they bought like a Sears that closed down to open a church at. So Baby Billy is opening the church of the Sears. I got a clip. I got a clip. It's amazing. It hits on everything. I love how it's like that awkward, like fucking shit, like preachers say while they're preaching. And then like nobody laughs. And then they just keep going and shit. And uh, it's just so good. The whole show like really hits on a lot of like a lot of that shit. Just like the kids. 
Uh, I, I can't remember his character's name, but uh, Danny McBride's character, his kids are all named after, like, Bible fucking people, like <laughs> Gideon, Pontius, and Abraham. Oh, my gosh. And Pontius is, like, the asshole. I love that. I love that. Oh, and, like, the women. Whenever the women want to talk or anything or do something, they're like, no, this is men's work. <laughs> you go get an orange Julius. Like, this is men's work. Like, it's, it's just all that kind of shit. Like, you'll hear that in this clip, too, because, like, I guess his fucking, his chick... Ah, uh, came up with the one joke. He thought this is my favorite, my favorite. And then, like, that's another thing. Like, uh, I, I guess he is married to her. I guess uh, Baby Billy. And I love that, too. He's like a 65-year-old man that's going by Baby Billy. But uh, I guess he is married to that chick, Tiffany, because when he introduces them to, like, oh, you know, uh, uh, Danny McBride and, like, oh. the, uh, Adam Devine and the other chick, uh and they make him, they make them call her Aunt Tiffany. It's so fucking wow. awkward and funny because she's like younger than all of them. Aunt it's Tiffany. Cr- it's fucking just so awkward and amazing. But here's a clip from Baby Billy Freeman. So good. Let me introduce a feller that's going to be the head pastor here at our brand new Locust Grove campus, Baby Billy Freeman. Oh, well, thank you, Eli. Thank you. That was a. That was a very formal introduction. Eli up here acting like y'all don't know who I am. I'm Amy Lee's little brother. As children, we had a singing do. We would sing and praise his name. Amen, amen. Toward off the mountainside. The old sawdust circuit. Yes, yes, I have been down the block a few times and I got the silver hairs to prove it. Amen, amen. <laughs> for this opportunity to worship and praise his name here in this place that used to be a Sears, a place you could buy slacks or some power tools for all you men out there, but now you can buy Jesus, amen. But you can't put him on layaway. And that's a nobody My wife told me she wrote that joke. She has a wonderful playfulness she approaches life with. I'd let her speak, but she ain't very good at it, so I'll just speak for the both of us. (laughs) That's amazing. That was amazing. I'll play that later. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just amazing. I'll let her speak, but she's no good at it. I'll speak for the both of us. Like, fuck. That's just... So now is it one of those that it's just the whole season has dropped, or is it like each week? No, every week there's a new one. Okay. Uh, I think that was like the third one. It's called There We Be Strong. And then it was like a scene where, because like all the other churches in that town are fucking pissed because he's there to like fucking, uh, he's he's uh, there to like take, he, that's like the plan, like just to take fucking worshipers from all these other churches and like get the fucking money because it's all, it's all about fucking money. So uh, the one preacher has like these fucking pamphlets made um, about how evil the fucking uh, gemstones are. And, like, has them all over the cars when they get out of that service. And so they go there. Baby Billy and fucking John Goodman's character go to that church. And they start, they're sitting in, like, a service and he's talking shit. Baby Billy's talking shit. He's like, this is the most boring church. He's like, how long are you going to this church for? And uh, the lady next to him, I forget what she said, like, two years. He goes, well, you don't go there anymore. You go here. And he gives him, like, one of his cards. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, they're eating. I guess afterwards they had the church social. And he's, like, loading up a plate just complaining about uh, the spoons being all wrong. <laughs> and so then he's trying to talk to that preacher and like calm shit down but uh 
the guy already hates John Goodman, and John Goodman already hates him. And uh, so John Goodman just gets pissed and just grabs a fucking baked potato off somebody's plate and chucks it through the stained glass window and then throws like 400 bucks at him and walks off. It's just wow. the best, the best. <laughs> fucking the swagger and Potato the money. Yeah, yeah. And oh, he threw the money on the ground, but baby Billy was a gentleman and picked it up and put it in the guy's pocket and said, keep this money. You keep that money. It's fucking great, great, great. This guy's just, it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see more. Can't wait to see where it goes, too, because there's so much shit that I know they're going to fucking get to and shit. Like, the one guy, like, he, he was done dirty by the gemstones, so I want to know what they fucking did to him to, like, fuck him over and all that shit. So they introduced, like, a lot of plot threads. Oh, there's been, yeah, there's been going on, all that shit. But Baby oh. Billy's my favorite. Baby Billy for Freeman is the fucking best. The best fucking thing ever. Fucking amazing. I just feel like that's like how, like... a spray like... tan and, like, yeah, just white silver hair. He's just so... It's just how Slambo should be when he's older. Just mm. in a bathtub in a yard somewhere. Drinking a... breast milk. <laughs> yeah. With like a bitch with like bad teeth. Like they're all fucking <laughs> yeah. dark and fucking gnarly. The and that's the thing. Slambo. He's like, I'm going to get your teeth fixed. Once I start preaching at this church. It's fucking great. <laughs> and the best is there was like a scene at the fucking pond uh, in, in the yard. Where like John Goodman and all of them are just talking shit about her teeth. Uh, it's, 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 it's so good. So good. What uh? What else? I got the new Drizzlebees commercial to Ooh. debut. This is I didn't even know. I only there played was it one during work. You did. Oh, you okay. Did. This I played it during for... Frankie McDonald's okay. interview because I forgot to play it in the beginning. Stop lying. Stop lying. But this is the new Drizzlebees app commercial. Yeah. Drizzle app. Are you too much of a piece of shit to put condiments on your food? Or just craving a creepy internet wrapper does it for you? Or are you just an impatient fuck with the attention span of a fruit fly? Whatever it is, download the new Drizzlebees app and order your toppings of choice. And by the time you drive out to one of our convenient locations, the Drizz will be waiting for you. Ketchup, mustard, caramel, chocolate, or strawberry syrup at selected locations. Soy sauce, Asia Bunga. Yo, yo, yo. Last year, I drizzled in front of an elementary school. And now, by law, I gotta tell you that I'm a registered sex offender. Know what I mean? Bring the kids, but don't bring them too close. Yo, yo, yo. This fucking app is thebomb.com. You can order your shit and see my location and T-cell count. Don't deny your taste buds the drizzling they deserve. Download the Drizzlebees app on the Scrapple Store now. Yo, yo, yo. I'm a pedophile. The Drizz is not allowed within 50 yards of his school. If you see him breaking his court order, please contact your local authorities right away. Fucking great. Fucking great. David David the producer is the best. He fucking makes anything. I fucking send his way. Yeah. He sends, he you sends sent me just my lines and not the rest of the commercial. And it's like, what am I agreeing to read? Oh, here? You, 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 that's <laughs> the worst of it. You knew what you were fucking saying. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> and I think you said, like, well, do you want me to send you the rest of the lines? I'm like, no, no, no I'll just yeah, wait. I'll I would have sent you the full script. But <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. Um, and he's doing, uh, he's voicing uh, the extra character in Too Many Rapes this week. Awesome. Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, Ryder said she loves the, the website up there. She okay, said cool. it's fucking amazing. But uh, yeah, every uh, every half hour, I figure, for the first uh, three, for the first three half hours. So what's that, hour and a half? I figure we'll put up a different sponsor on there. Yeah, man. Get some, try some traffic. What, uh, oh, did, uh, 
The Walking Dead teaser trailer. Did you watch it? I put it in No, the I didn't. I didn't know. It doesn't really even show much, but I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Right. Didn't know. Let me type I didn't know. Uh, oh, God damn it. You don't even have the fucking group? The fuck? Nah, I usually do. Ready. I'm slow today. Ugh. Slower than usual. Ugh. Here we Slambo, are. he's the best co-host ever. Hey, that's what it is. It's because without Slambo, I just... Depression <laughs> starts to sit in. <laughs> uh, hot dog Tommy's! Yes. Hot dog Tommy's! <laughs> there Fuck it is. Yeah, yeah Walking Dead Season uh, 10 trailer. I thought it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. It's nothing, like, groundbreaking, I don't oh, think. I don't think they show no scenes or nothing, but... It was just cool. All right, Skip ads! Look at that! There we go. We survived the end of the world. We're bonded together by the fellowship of the living. The future is ours. So long as we hold on to our faith in one another. We help one another. And defend one another. So that we can be safe. We stand together for life. Not death in this new world. We survived, but this is about more than survival. That's out. We're making the world new again. Together we survive. And together we thrive. Together, together we silence the whispers. Very fucking awesome. Yeah, those are cool. Right? I everyone whispering. Shh. Oh, there's more. Ten six. Ten six. I can't fucking can't wait. Is that shit low? All your fucking shit on YouTube sounds low. Like Slambo adjusted the uh, fucking power. No. Ugh. Weird. Don't you just hate the process of buying condoms, Slim? Yes. Uh, am I supposed to be reading this? No! Oh, alright. Yeah, I do. What would you buy them? I didn't think you ever needed them. Uh, that's true. The awkwardness, <laughs> the judging looks, and even worse, running out, running out at the worst time. So, yeah, you, you don't want to do that. Nothing screams, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm planning to get laid, and I'm a pervert named Slim. Or having uh, that old lady stare you down like you're committing a crime. Well, when you buy your condoms at, at your grocery store, that's what you're going to get, you fucking assholes. The fact is, condom buying should not be that hard. The whole reason you buy condoms is to protect yourself and your partner. At Mount Mojo, we have the fun way to buy condoms. Our premium Mount Mojo condom subscriptions let you tailor a discreet package that fits your fucking lifestyle. You can fucking set up a monthly or one-time subscription package in 6, 12, or 24 packs delivered straight to your house. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping. Never deal with that awkward feeling again. They also have cool, fun apparel uh, at Mount Mojo, like t-shirts, kick-ass boxer shorts, and they have fucking pockets, so you keep your fucking condom in there, motherfucker. Yeah. You're gonna get laid, you have that shit right in your fucking boxer shorts. Get that shit now. Each come with a condom and a custom condom case. Check us out at mountmojo.com, M-T-M-O-J-O.com. Use uh, promo code RSMOJO to get 10% off uh, apparel and swag. Get your mojo on, you dirty pricks. Even you bitches, fucking get it. Because you want to get some dick, but you don't want to get fucking knocked up. You don't want to be that fucking, everyone knows, everyone knows, everyone sees you fucking pregnant, gross stomach, you're gross pregnant bitch. Fucking unless you're into that, I don't know, Slambo isn't a pregnant, Slambo's in all fucking weird shit, right? He is. Old ladies yes. and fucking, Old I don't ladies. know, he's got fucking weird fetishes. <laughs> Old Mongolian like woman. veins, <laughs> fucking Mongolians and then pregos. That's his shit. That's very true. Probably femboys too, he's probably way into that, deep into the femboy shit. Lady boys, he has said. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. 
was uh, was Hot Dog Tommy. Hot Dog Tommy. Are we talking about Hot Dog yeah, Tommy. Let's talk about Hot Dog Tommy. So over you the went on um, a, 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 a guy date. A guy date. Talk, a lot of guys. So a lot of nah. guy dates over the summers. I went to a lot of different uh, breweries. Me and uh, my good buddy Jay. We decided, like, you know, we're gonna just. Start hitting up a lot of breweries because we haven't done it yeah, in no, a couple cool. years. So, so we did, and we wanna, you're fucking hungry. You want some shit? That's correct. So we wanted to go to uh, Cape May, the Cape May Brewery. Did you go to the zoo? And we no, we did I not. I love that no. zoo. It's I went to that fucking zoo. zoo. I saw fucking. I saw uh, some pictures. Fucking what? Was it? Tiger or a cheetah? Some of them chased a fucking bird. Leopard. The bird landed. Yeah, it was a leopard. <laughs> and this fucking thing like darted out after it. It was awesome. It's awesome. So what about That's what cool. you do? So so before so we had decided the night before that all right we're gonna go to the Cape May Brewery and we started looking at all right we also got to get food let's get food in Cape May so we're looking at all these places a lot of sports bar a lot well, of that's smart a lot of we're scenes. in Cape May let's fucking get food in Cape May <laughs> right so you're planning <laughs> right we planned ahead here a lot of a lot of seafood places and if we had three different guys trying to find fucking places to eat and my buddy Jay's like us. Oh, place hot dog tommy's they have like these fucking awesome hot dogs he's like they got this one hot dog where they just fucking put mashed potatoes that on disgusting. it that's disgusting that's what makes me want to throw up in my mouth like, right now chili, a yeah. fucking like, mashed potatoes in a fucking hot dog so, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll drop ahead to just like what's on the menu okay. here so it's i just don't like, like that they charge like they charge 50 cents for fucking barbecue sauce <laughs> yeah. like what so what was so it? Was one what, of the, what are the specialty dogs? So one of the uh, let's see, what were the Mexi so you got, dog? Like, the, that sounds racist. <laughs> Salsa, cheddar, cheese, and onions. This might be okay. Yeah. Fucking. Um, there's some. Uh, oh, this one, the Thunder Dog. Thunder Dog. Mashed potatoes, Ew. baked beans, Ew. yellow mustard, Ew. chopped onions, and shredded cheddar cheese. I might get the last two, but never the first three <laughs> yeah. on a fucking hot dog. Oh, yeah, the Tornado Dog, mashed potatoes. Ew, why is everything got mashed potatoes? It sounds so nasty. <laughs> you never eat a hot dog with mashed potatoes? No, who the either. fuck does? Uh, Good. Chili, I was going to say. Shredded cheddar cheese, salsa, banana peppers, and sour cream. Ew. Ew, that sounds like one of those weird, like, Chicago dogs. They all do some dumb shit out there. Yeah. What's a black Russian? Sounds racist as well. Black pepper rub. See, rubby wiener. Russian dressing and a, and a pickle. What's mac and cheese? Ew, mac and cheese on a hot dog? Fuck this Yeah, shit. just like, just Fuck whatever he can shit. shove on a hot dog. So, you sound like, like your smoothies. You know, I, I do yeah, like the, I do, uh, I will save this website. Though. We gotta get a hot dog uh, Tommy over to make some Ooh. hot dog smoothies for us. But is that but, even his name? So, here's the thing. So, is we're, really we're, we're driving dog? there, and we're like, yeah, these hot dogs sound really good. And we're like talking about what hot dogs Ooh, we're gonna I'm, get. And we're expecting so like, you know, because we're gonna get these awesome like gourmet hot dogs at this place, right? So I'm reading, I'm reading the uh, website. Yeah, and I see a picture of Hot Dog Tommy. It looks so it's creepy. It looks like a Tim and Eric Tommy guy. There. Let me make sure I show everybody. But why uh, is his name tag say uh, Bruce? Dog, yep, it says. Um, where, where did it say that? Oh, meet Hot Dog Tommy, also known as Bruce. <laughs> so how did you get the name Hot Dog Tommy? Did you just suck guys off? At a fucking park? At a Boy Scout camp? And it follows it up with, you know, also known as Bruce, Hot Dog Tommy loves to meet new people. So nothing about how great his hot dogs are or anything. Just Was like, he there? Hey, Did he you actually to... see yes. him? Does he stare at you like that? Hot... Yes, he does. I hope so, with so, that creepy smile. So we find this fucking place. We have to park in a shitty fucking parking lot that you gotta pay for. and then Should've we got gotta a walk. spot. We should have. That's what they're there for. So we had to pay a fucking meter for 30 minutes, and we were not there for 30 minutes. (laughs) So we had to walk, like, a couple of blocks down, like a 10-minute walk. And it's, like, 
Justice window in the back of a house <laughs> with a little like uh, what do you call that awning or whatever over. Oh, it's just that, like a little house. Yeah, it's, a, it's like it's like a big building, and in the back there's just like a little like opening, and uh, in that opening is the kitchen, and there's a uh, dude taking orders, and then behind the dude taking orders is this fucking guy just standing <laughs> oh, he there. Take orders? Where no, he's not cooking. He's not taking orders. Is he he's wearing that hat? Standing there wearing that fucking hat, just like <laughs> looking at people with that same fucking smile too it was so wow. creepy my buddy Does he jay, blank? i hope he doesn't even blank <laughs> and my buddy jay afterwards was just like man that that dude was just standing there like anybody want to talk to me i'm really fun to talk to does, does, <laughs> he, does he does he do anything he doesn't give you anything no like, tricks or anything does he talk no to you? Nope. Like, he just kind of like he doesn't hung, pull his dick out he hung behind the young kid he hired to uh to wow. or uh to hide take his the orders <laughs> to hide his boner wow he's a fucking and, pedo he's a creep <laughs> so we all get like I think two hot dogs each and honestly they were like the bar as hot dogs they were the shittiest hot dogs it's not even like a good like uh, no it wasn't like Hebrew National nope it wasn't like no it was nothing it was like the shittiest like the cheapest hot dog you can get barely any fucking hot dog in the hot dog and just piled like it was not even a beef hot dog it was just like one of those chicken garbagey ones yeah like like it was shit it wasn't it wasn't good it was one of those cheap it was small and well, because he has, you can get like the small ones or the That's big the ones dogs. With, like, the beaks and the assholes, everything in there. That's what it was. It was like like the bar as hot dogs oh. that we used for the fucking uh, hot dog smoothies, and yeah. it was literally like any creation that you've ever made us eat. Where he, this dude just like stuck his hand in a refrigerator and just grabbed a bunch of shit and dumped oh, it onto a hot dog. $10 a piece <laughs> for? Like, what a fucking here's, here's my gourmet hot dog. I can't wait till he's like out of business. <laughs> I love his o- eyebrow. That eyebrow's awful. Look how crooked that like not crooked but like uh, uneven it is yeah. like shit you fucking asshole at least get that shit fucking waxed you fucking scumbag i love to where it starts hot dog tammy says hot tommy. Dog tommy says his name is bruce and then down here it says hot dog bruce oh so he goes by what is he we don't even know we fucking call him whatever the fuck we want over here oh my god what a creep what a creep what a fucking piece of dog shit. His wife he's is a the funny business guy. Guru. Yeah, that's Oh, a, he's got a wife? Yeah, his wife I, is the business guru. Oh, oh yeah. We call her the corporate office. <laughs> oh, my God. The kids are also involved. Yeah. The Drizz needs to open up a Drizzle Bees. Like, he's just got a carve no. a fucking hole. Yeah, well, yeah, that. I was going to give him, like, Frankie opening, like, Frankie Tube Steaks right across the street. With, like, fucking hot dogs. With hot dogs. With better hot dogs. And you fucking creepy... Mo- and he's just gonna smile. He's just gonna smile better than you, Tommy. You fucking scumbag. Oh, my fucking God. What's up with two? Like, are there pictures? People have, like, proms there and shit? Like, yeah. there's just pictures at the bottom of, like, people, like, embracing each other and, and loving... Hashtag hot dog Tommy's. And, yeah, it's just, like, wedding photos or something. People, like, what? I theorize that they just hire, like, you can hire hot dog Tommy to come I make some shitty hot thought dogs. thought he just, like, stole some pictures off someone else's, this is like, wedding photo- photography website. Like, Could be that, too. Fuck. You're a creep, hot dog Tommy. I'm going to break. <laughs> right. I forget about this for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, my fucking God. What a piece of dog shit. Fuck, I'd call him, but he's only open till 6. He's only what? open till 6.01, it says on the what website. What if you want a hungover hot dog? Like, yeah. Or not a hungover, like, you know, what you drank you a fucking lot. Like, were you there that early? 
Yeah, we went there at like three. And oh then, wow! And yeah, then I we went you were to the K because I yeah I did look because uh, we have an open slot later at eight, but I, I was like, fuck, it's gonna be too late to prank call <laughs> right. fucking hot dog T Bone or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> hot dog Bruce. So we'll be back. And I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you, who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? Until next time, don't be scared.
back. We are back. Who's got air conditioning on? Oh, I turned mine on. Fuck. You're a piece of shit. We're Slambo. Fuck, I should go back to break music. Slambo would prevent this. Ah, what the fuck? What the fuck? We got dressings. Yeah. Too many rapes. Where's that? Let me see. Let me go here. Uh, let's see. Dressings. Just sings. Where the fuck is it? Just sings the hits. Cool. Yeah. All the fucking hits. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Hate me, Ellie Golding. Juice World. Hate me, hate me, still trying to replace me. Chase me, chase me, tell me how you hate me. Erase me, erase me. Wish you never dated me. Lies, tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me. I bet you don't kiss her with your eyes closed. I bet you're still walking on a tightrope. Miss me so much. You've been going psycho. You ain't gotta say it, baby. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's a thin line between all this love and hate. And if you switch sides, you're gonna have the claim to your place. So baby, this time you're gone. Have to seal your fate. Baby, this time you're gone. Have to seal your fate. And tell me how you hate me. Hate me. Still try and replace me. Chase me. Chase me. Tell me how you hate me. Erase me. Erase me. Which you never dated me. Lies. Tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me. Hate me. Hate me. Still trying to replace me. Chase me. Chase me. Tell me how you hate me. Erase me. Razz me. But you never dated me lies. Tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me. Uh, hate me, hate me. Tell you, tell me how you hate me. Tell me how I'm trash and you could easily replace me. Uh, tell me that I'm strung out, wasted on the daily. Probably because there's no one around me, numbing all my pain. Probably because there's no umbrella shielding me from the rain. Probably because you're the one playing mind games. You hate me because I don't let you play no mind games. They give me migraines and damage my brain. Date me, break me, easily replace me. Uh, hopefully you see clear, hopefully it's HD. Bet you wonder why the last few months I've been spacey. In your head I sing. And tell me how you hate me. Hate me. Still trying to replace me, chase me, chase me. Tell me how you hate me, erase me, erase me, wish you never dated me. Lies, tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me, hate me, hate me, still trying to replace me. Chase me, chase me. Uh, tell me how you hate me, erase me, razz me, wish you never dated me. Lies, tell me lies, baby, tell me how you hate me. It's a thin line between all this love and hate. Okay, and if you switch sides, 
You're gone. Have to claim your place, okay? So baby, this time you're gonna have to seal your fate, okay? Ooh, baby, this time you're gonna have to seal your fate. And tell me how you hate me. Hate me. Still try and replace me? Chase me? Chase me? Tell me how you hate me. Erase me? Rass me? Wish you never dated me. Lies. Tell me lies. Baby, tell me how you hate me. Tell me how you hate me. Hate me. Still try and replace me. Chase me. Chase me. Tell me how you hate me. Erase me. Razz me. Wish you never dated me. Lies. Tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me. Tell me how you hate me. Tell me how you hate me. Lies. Tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me. <laughs> Why can't you say raise? R raise. I said raise. 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 Raz. <laughs> and gone. I kept saying gone. Uh, uh, I don't know. Does the cat, cat want to go out? Because it's not going to uh, piss me off by fucking meowing. There are too many rapes. Go. Go. Go be free. <laughs> go be free. You fucking fuzzy fuck. <laughs> fucking fucking up my goddamn show. Love that cat. <laughs> Peter, if you're listening. Where's uh, Too Many Rapes? Got David the producer from The Unrideable Rant with Juliet Miranda. All right. As fucking, uh, who is it? The fuck is it? Leonardo? Leonardo da Vinci? This episode is La Spina di La Femba, a.k.a. The Da Vinci Cork. All right. You like that? I do like, like that. that. You got it? I got Let's it. My volume's up for too many fucking rapes. We got uh, somebody on this on, on the screen. Any sponsors? I do. I should have uh, right. Mount Mojo. Cool. There. Yep. Uh, RS Mojo. It's your fucking discount code, motherfuckers. Go there now. Where's uh, too many rapes? Here we go. The Da Vinci Cork. After refueling Rape Force One with the dinosaur jizz and leaving the corpses of Doc... S. Rapiel and the Warden back in 3000 BC. Captain Tubestakes took the sexy little fembot back to his quarters and fucked her brains out as they were insanely turned on by murder. They both came uncontrollably as the ship time jumped to Florence, Italy in the year 1489. Uh, holy fuck, baby, that was fucking amazing. You've never squirted that hard before. Mmm, that was so fucking good, Daddy. You always hit all the right spots. Uh, Jesus Christ, little girl, you're still leaking uncontrollably. I must be fucking amazing. This isn't normal. My perfect little pussy isn't even coming anymore. I think you tore something inside me when we arrived here. Uh, that's what you said, baby. <laughs> Let's get to the bridge and figure out what we're gonna, where we are and when we are, and we'll get you plugged up, little girl. Here, use these bed sheets in the meanwhile to control that shit for now.
after not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the Earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After assembling Rape Force to the bridge, Frankie began coming up with a plan to repair the Fembot. Uh, Daxter, where the fuck are, are we, you fucking piece of shit cocksucker? We have to get my little girl patched up. She's leaking fluid everywhere. <laughs> Captain, we're back in the Italian Renaissance. The year is 1489, and we're in Florence, Italy. Leonardo da Vinci is that stupid guinea inventor, and we could probably get her fixed at his workshop downtown. Oh, fuck. Every time you talk, I want to throw up in my mouth, you disgusting fucking creep. But I guess I'll take her there to see that hairy piece of dog shit. <laughs> oh, Daddy. Why can't you just fix me? You're the genius who built me and all my perfect little parts in the first place. I'm sorry, darling. When I built you, I was experimenting with a lot of amazing fucking drugs, and I don't have any of them with me right now. The only shit they have back in this time are leeches and syphilis, and I'm not fucking with either of those. <laughs> okay, Captain. We'll go see this greasy loser then. But I'm not happy about it at all. Mm. Yo, 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 fembot! I'm happy as a motherfucker. I'm gonna eat pizza till I shit myself, then let a whole bunch of burly Italian men rape my shitty asshole. Ooh. Oh, me want to see that. Greaser and Daxter followed Phantom Boner into downtown Florence, and Frankie and the Fembot walked into Leonardo da Vinci's workshop. What the fuck you assholes want? It's almost GTL time. Uh, sorry, you dirty fucking Guido. My little girl has sprung a leak, and we need to get her fixed over here. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. Let me look up there real quick. Why the fuck are you sniffing my feet, you weirdo? Hey, calm down over there. I'm just trying to see what's going on over here, and that's the only way. I gotta go to the bathroom for a few minutes. I'll be right back. You hear me? After seven minutes, Da Vinci came out of the bathroom with a little cork in a bag. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, fuckface. Why are your fucking hands all oily? <laughs> I gotta make sure everything's all greasy, so it all goes in all nice and smooth-like. Okay, you nosy prick? 
Oh my fucking god. There's cum all over them too. Ew. This asshole was jerking off to my feet in the bathroom, baby. In a fit of rage, Frankie paralyzed Leonardo with null rays and put the tiny plug in the fembot himself. After she stood up completely back to normal, she decapitated the hairy grease ball. After looting all his gaudy furniture, plastic sofa cover, and a bunch of gold, they burned his workshop down. They met up the rest of the crew and laughed as a bunch of Italian men raped Phantom Bona. After he stood up, he rapped one of the worst songs to date. Let me tell you something. I know you always gotta be like, that's too many rapes. You always say, that's too many rapes. I mean, everybody's fucking said it, and what the fuck are you talking about? There can never be too many rapes. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, you can get raped by, like, a hundred fucking men. They could just be keep going in and out, keep going in and out. One comes, then two comes, then three comes, then four fucking comes. It doesn't matter. It's not too many. You'll never reach too many because you'll just creep fucking loving it. At least I love it. I love all the cum. I love when it piles up in my fucking asshole, and it's like a water fountain of cum that comes out of my ass. And then all the fucking cats, all the stray cats, they lick the cum off the fucking pavement. Yeah, they really fucking love it when it's still coming out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! <laughs> oh my god! Fuck! <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> you got your script? Holy yeah. Christ. Uh. Fuck. Oof. There it is. All right. Hey, Driz. Yo, Frankie, what's up? You ever got laid, fucking piece of shit, motherfucker? Yo, you know I get paid, Frankie. I spit the dopest rhymes. Uh, Don't you dare sing one of your fucking dog shit songs right now. I'm asking if you ever put your fucking dumb dick in a wet pussy, you piece of shit. I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you old-fashioned jerk-off. Well, when you do, please don't fucking breathe. That thing would be a genetic disaster. Wrap up your stupid little cock with a condom. Yo, yo, I'm fucking scared to buy those, Frankie. <laughs> then go to mountmojo.com for all your condom needs. Mount Mojo condom subscriptions let you tailor a discreet package to fit your weird lifestyle, motherfucker. You can set up a monthly or one-time subscription package in 6, 12, or 24-packs delivered straight to your house. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping. They also have cool apparel like t-shirts and kick-ass boxer shorts with pockets. And each come with a condom and a custom condom case. Check them out today at MountMojo, M-T-M-O-J-O.com. Use promo code RSMojo to get 10% off all apparel and swag. I'll do that, Frankie. You're the bomb.com. Not to be confused with amountmojo.com. Get your mojo on. The only thing that should be hard about buying condoms is you, motherfucker. You gonna buy condoms, son? No. Fuck. Gonna knock a bitch up? No, no, I will not knock any bitches up. Why not? If you don't have a condom on, you're gonna gonna knock a bitch up. Unless you're just like, man ass. Like the jizz. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to break.
do some drizzle news and that kind of shit when we get back. Let's see. I actually got to be honest, no and yet. I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Time share. Oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. The Childhood Home. A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now, he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. <coughs> Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Hey, it's Ryder your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. All right, where's the Drizzle News? Music. It's also the Drizzle Bees music. Utah mother tries to evade police checks by posing as her daughter and gets arrested. Would you fuck her this? Yeah. A 38-year young Utah woman was arrested over the weekend uh, after unsuccessfully trying to pass herself off as her own 21-year-old daughter during a traffic stop. Y'all, she, yeah, she fucking fooled me. She looks 21 she, on that. She looks yeah. like Gene Simmons. 
Heather Elaine Garcia was detained by deputies from the Davis County Sheriff's Department on early Sunday morning and is now facing a slew of fresh charges, including driving without a license or insurance, drug possession for the win, and giving false information inmate records say. Would you give her a conjugal visit, Chris? Yo, I fucking would. Would you drizzle on her mouth or her eyebrows or her fucking weird under eyes? Under eyes are weird. I would fucking drizzle all over that fucking face. Get how pointy those eyes are. Garcia is accused of uh, trying to dupe officers who pulled her over on suspicion that she'd been driving a silver BMW without credentials, according to a media outlet, KUTV. During a search of the vehicle, Davis County deputies uh, discovered a white battery substance for the win. That's cocaine among uh, During the arrest, the suspect claimed she was named Mercedes and born in 1998. But records uh, checked quickly found the details belonged to her own daughter. What a fucking lying cunt. Yeah, you don't know if she was lying. They might have, like, fucking mind-swapped or some shit. You can never trust that bitch, Trace. Why you want to fuck her so bad? It quickly emerged that Garcia was also had several outstanding warrants in the state. That means she's a bad bitch. The suspect was transported to Davis County Jail for the win. Inmate details available via the jail's website confirmed that Garcia was booked shortly after 3 a.m. Is that important to the story? I don't even fucking think it is. Who gives a fuck when she was fucking nailed? Earlier charges against Garcia included possession of a controlled substance, marijuana, and more than 16 ounces of driving on a denied license, records indicate. That's a lot of ounces of driving. Giving false personal information is a very serious consequence in this state. Mm. Fuck you, bitch. You're gonna be behind bars for a while. Yo, it's not fucking false if they're in a different body. Mm. Got a good point there, Driz. <laughs> Married murder suspect still on the run. A week after escaping a transport van for the win. Well, they got away. They should be allowed, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got away with murder. Federal authorities have released two images of a pair of murdering suspects who overpowered security guards and escaped from prison transport vans last week. She doesn't look like she can overpower your dick, Driz. Look at those thin lips. All those fucking wrinkles and marks. Would you fuck her? Oh, the guy. Y'all fucking what? I want to drizzle all over the band-aid on her face. Ooh. These photos were taken in San Juan County Jail with Blaine Barksdale, 56 years young, and his wife Susan Barksdale, 59, were housed the night before they escaped. Monday, U.S. Marshal said Saturday. Why did it take them so long between days? And fucking assholes are lazy over there, huh? Y'all thought I'm fucking lazy pieces of shit. Couple was being extradited from New York to Prima County, Arizona. Why they gotta go so far, Chris? Keep in New York where they belong. They were allegedly uh, rushed uh, two unarmed, two unarmed security guards. Why wouldn't the guards have arms? Why'd they get invalids? You gotta stop the fucking old man, lady. That's why they got away, you fucking assholes. You gotta get arms on your guards, you fucking pieces of shit. Uh, Gonzalez told the Associated Press that Susan Blackendale complained of intestinal issues. That means she was starting to shit all over, right, Jess? She was dressing on her own accord. Yeah, well, she shit all over and got away, you fucking unarmed bastards. The Blackstales then allegedly drove a van to Arizona where they abandoned it 
when guards were tied up in the van. It's easy to tie them up when they don't have arms, right, Driz? Yeah, that's what happens when you got a fucking bunch happens. of weaklings. When you got a couple nubs instead of arms, you fucking piece of shit cops. The guards needed time to get uh, free from the van, which gave the Blarksdales six or seven hours head starts. You can't get out of restraints when you have no arms, yeah. dummies. The couple is wanted in connection to murder of Frank Borg, who vanished when his Arizona home was burned down. Maybe that's a, a bold trick. Maybe you just disappear when your house gets burned. Now Maybe it's Jewish lightning, you hear what I'm saying? Get that insurance money, Driz. Yeah, I'll support that. Yeah. Burning down Drizzlebees. Maryland man accused of ramming car into the city hall is arrested, but that's just a dirty accusation. It's just a fucking rumor. Who yeah, knows? Obviously, they don't have any evidence of him actually driving a car into city hall. Police in a Maryland city arrested a disgruntled resident accused of intentionally ramming his car into city hall and damaging the building. The city's mayor said Sunday. That doesn't hurt a building, though, right, Trace? They don't have feelings. No, they don't at all. The driver didn't injure the lone Taney Town City employee. Where's Taney Town? You have a grizzle in Taney Town? Yo, I drizzled all over Taney Town. He was in the building, so nobody got hurt. No, what's the big fucking deal? What's the BFD, you fucking Taney Town? That's what I'm saying. The Taney Town police said uh, in a statement posted on his Facebook page, the driver was arrested on charges, including second-degree assault. Second degree, burglary, reckless driving, and malicious destruction of a building. The police statement doesn't name the suspect, so how the fuck do they even know he did it? Yeah, don't have any proof You're not all. the wrong guy, uh, Taney Town. How do you know if he really did it on purpose? Actually Maybe he's happened. not Taney. Maybe he's big, uh, and everyone else I'll is Taney. You. And they fucking got to pick on the big guy. Isn't that nice? Police said witnesses saw the car repeatedly strike the building. Sadie got a fucking strong car. He could back up and fucking reverse it and go back into your building, Taney Town, because it's so tainy. The tainy little buildings are, are fucking weak compared to, to his fucking car. The, uh, this was a response to Mayor Addy. The, the, the mayor said City Hall will remain closed. Well, yeah, you can't open it, assholes. There's a big car in the middle of it. You fucking stupid pieces of shit. What do you got to do? Have court with a car? Yeah. And we're the fucking car sometimes. We're gonna judge like, that car for yeah. being a big car, you fucking asshole, Taney Town judge. Fuck you. Wentz denounced what happened. Who the fuck is Wentz? That was his response. Oh, uh, little man. Oh, that's the mayor of Taney Town. It's Wentz. <laughs> it's appalling that someone would be willing to endanger the lives of Taney Town. Out of frustration with the city government, said Wentz. Wentz yeah. is a real piece of shit. I think fucking Dr. Seuss wrote this or something. Yeah. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Wentz. Taney Town. <laughs> Rules. Wow. Oh my god, I need some celebrity that's a, news. That, that's, a, uh, that's a Dr. Seuss book. That's a drizzle piece. <laughs> Alright. That's a drizzle news. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> Fetty. Fetty. Oh my god. What else? R. R George. George uh, let's go R and, and, and Cedric. Cedric, okay. Fetty, R, and Cedric. Fuck yeah, motherfuckers. Where the fuck is it? This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh yeah. 
yeah. Fuck yeah. Live from Taney Town. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Fetty Wap accused of punching not one, not two, but three people on the Vegas Strip. Good but it looks him. like he's got like a fucking dead eye. Yeah, he's got, like a he got fucked, fucked up, up eye. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even have a I'm gonna skip eye. the update here. What? Let's see. Fetty Wap's oh. in big trouble for busting out a can of whoop ass. Whoa, Fetty, easy Fetty. Valet. Oh at fuck yeah! He scratched your car. At least, uh, according to staffers at the Mirage Hotel and Casino, Ooh. laws and laws law enforcement sources tell TMZ the rapper was arrested Sunday at the Mirage after he and one of the valets got into a dispute. <laughs> the valet did something fucked up, dude. It's yeah, definitely. You're probably right. There's no there's way. No reason that Fetty Rop was like, I'm just gonna fucking punch you in the face. Mm. Uh, things got physical, and Fetty allegedly uncrocked at uncorked. least... Uncorked. <laughs> uncorked. What? Uncorked at least three punches on the valet. Wait, I thought it said he punching three people. So he just well, punched... Let's read more. Uh, we're told another Mirage staffer made a citizen's, Ooh, a citizen's arrest. arrest. That's very effective. Until Las Vegas Metro PD I showed up to take him into custody. Our sources say the Jersey rapper. That's why you shouldn't have left Jersey, Fetty. Yeah. Was uh, booked for three counts of misdemeanor battery. One for each punch he's accused of landing. Fuck that stupid. That should be one count, not one yeah, for exactly. each fucking punch. And yeah, I thought he punched three people, it said in the headline. Yeah, like what the fuck? It, it, and then it changes it and says he just punched one guy three Freddy times. Rob is only in custody for a few hours before he's released, but we'll have a date. Is that Bill Cosby? And then Bill Cosby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just Bill Cosby. What uh, is there? What, what the was fucking... the update? What was the update in the story? Up top. Uh, law enforcement sources now tell TMZ Fetty allegedly punched. Oh, oh okay, that's so... the update. So TMZ was like, fuck. We got to change our title to get more people to read it. <laughs> and he uh, got a lump, too. Look at his fucking eye. Yeah, definitely fucked out there. Uh, Fetty allegedly punched three individuals during his farces with the valet at the Mirage. We're told Fracus. the rapper uh, allegedly punched the valet guy and two other employees. Yeah, well, they obviously right. stepped in to be fucking whatever the fuck they were. And the valet did something to his fucking car, obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah and, and like, if you notice, too, there's fuck. not... They don't tell you anything about like what the dispute was why he punched the valet I'm sure what the valet Fetty Wap has had plenty of valet drivers he never punched but this yeah. dude obviously did some shit so this whatever. is correct he's not this guy or said some shit who's this guy R. Kelly okay girlfriends to the rescue girlfriends he's got <laughs> multiples grinding hard to write to raise oh, yeah, legal funds hard to raise funds oh they can't they can't get him a lawyer Jocelyn Savage that's a cool fucking name would you piss on her like R. I, Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. If the name like Jocelyn Savage, how would do you, you not her like, piss on her? Like the queen that you thought she was. You would just piss on her. You thought <laughs> you would worship that bitch. Jocelyn Savage. Jocelyn Savage. <laughs> and Azriel uh, Clary. Clary. Have a master. Who do you like better? Who would you fucking want to piss on out of those two? I'd piss on both of them. All right. The best thing to do. Just like uh, R. Kelly, and now you're just as bad as he is, you fucking piece of shit. Have a master plan. Oh. But then they help you. You piss on them, and they're just like, now we they're gotta in fucking love. They're save in love you. for life yeah. to find you a lawyer. 
But yep. they can't afford it. Correct. I uh, have a master plan to help R. Kelly, the powerhouse defense team, he says he needs. He said it. But it's, it's still a work in progress. Okay. Sources close to Kelly's. Bro, uh, you got to bang fucking rich bitches. Piss on rich bitches, R. Kelly. Wait, what? Dude, this story just goes off the rails. Source is close <laughs> to Kelly's girlfriend's slash alleged sex slave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. He fucking, like, they fell in love. It's like Munchausen or whatever. The fucking, when you fall in love with your fucking captor. Tell TMZ they're joining forces to help uh, Kelly scrounge up, scrounge, scrounge. Scrounge, yeah. Scrounging. Scrounge. Scrounge up the funds <laughs> to hire the attorney who got Michael Jackson acquitted to his child. Molestation <laughs> trial. Tom Messerah for the win. So they're like, fucking, they're this like, dude oh, the guy got our OJ off yeah. for fucking murder isn't good enough. We gotta get the guy who got Michael off. Yeah. We gotta get the guy that convinced the public that Michael did not touch little kids. <laughs> <laughs> We're told the ladies have a couple potential projects. Ooh, in the that means they're getting pissed on by a lot of guys. Yeah, that is a good porno. That could land them a big, big payday. payday, including a book deal. Ooh, it's he just didn't like pee on me. Yeah. By, Jocelyn. His pee was a little harder than the other guy's pee. I think there was some rocks in there or he something. Eat asparagus.com. Including a book deal. And their plan is to put that money toward yeah. the what, whatever fund. fund along with Kelly's general defense fund. Our sources say Jocelyn and Azrael. I hope they just buy a new like rapist. <laughs> like they fuck him over and just buy a new master fucking pisser. Singer. Uh, or they just dig up Michael Jackson and like throw right. money on him. They're just like, here you go. That's what, that's what it is. It's just they're trying to bring. They dig up trying to resurrect Michael Jackson. <laughs> they dig up Michael Jackson and make him their dead to go to sex trial slave again, and then get R. Kelly off. He's gonna look better when Michael Jackson's fucking <laughs> Michael Jackson's corpse in the courthouse. They're just gonna. Did pay. you touch those children? And then they're just gonna go, yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to get all the heat off R. Kelly. It's a fucking master plan. That's good. Yeah. you got to write a movie about that. Fuck yeah. Welcome to Weekend the Weekend at Mikey's. <laughs> Weekend at R. Kelly's. <laughs> Unfortunately for Kelly and his gals, it seems he'll need a fortune mm. just to land whatever that is. And a fortune? That doesn't include the full cost of defense in his multiple sex crime cases. R. Kelly's a piece of shit. He's got a lot on his plate besides fucking prison food. Fucking <laughs> piece of dog shit. What's the next story? Okay. Cedric. The entertainer, Dayum Magic Johnson, your yacht like the love boat. His yacht or his dick? Like, what are you? What are you really talking about here? Well, there's Cedric, a picture of a, it's a video with a yacht. I think Cedric the Entertainer. Did he get AIDS on the yacht? Damn near lost his mind. Lost his shiz when he fist feasted. He fisted. Magic Johnson's floater. Floater. <laughs> Floater. Uh, yeah. Floating the comedian action. was cruising on a small launch boat in St. Tropez as he got closer and closer to the Hall of Famer's super yacht. Uh, you can hear Cedric get giddy. Ooh, I now don't that's want to. one. I don't hear a fat, 
Fifty-year-old man get giddy. Sorry, Hell sorry, TMZ. A first impression. The yacht called the Aquila. Aquila is a 281-foot ship that costs nearly a million bucks per week to rent. He's wow. renting it. He doesn't even own it. I guess you can't afford to own it when you got to pay for all the AIDS <laughs> treatments. All the new blood you're getting pumped in you every week, Magic. <laughs> Magic and his wife, Cookie, uh, kicked off their annual... Annual AIDS vacay! <laughs> in early August with LL Cool J. <laughs> Who all share AIDS. Who and fucking were... wants LL Cool J on their yacht know. anymore? It's fucking uh... 2019. Samuel song. Jackson and Steve Harvey were there Sweet at night. some oh, point. Oh yeah, all the best. As we oh, told Samuel, you, was cool. yeah, I like Sam. But Steve it just Harvey's says cool, in the past, but... so maybe that was like, oh, you know. So they weren't even there then. Yeah, you only get <laughs> Cedric. You fucking old piece of shit. You both getting old, Magic Johnson. Usually, Magic uh, vacations last That's around six, six weeks, weeks. If you know what I mean. That makes for one baller six million vacation. Six million dollar vacation. That's pretty good yeah if he's gonna spend that on you you're going and you're getting fucked in the butt slim and just get it it's okay because it was six million dollars yeah and his wife is there so it's all right as long as cookie's there yeah i'll take it the boat itself is practically a hotel featuring a dining room area movie theater hot tub and a massive outdoor deck well we're in a shithole fucking house in tuckerton so i kind of want to go this is this is healthy Living. I don't think you're healthy if you have AIDS. He is. Look at him. Look how healthy that AIDS patient is. It's the healthiest AIDS patient in the world. It is. He was like fucking patients. He looks like he's Zero. wearing whatever he wears in the hospital when he's getting his treatment. AIDS. This AIDS fucking needles. Sweet. All right. It's break time. Uh, uh, that was good news. That was. Good news. How do we not have time for celebrity news last week? Yeah, I I, I was doing the intro, and I'm like, I feel like I haven't done this in a while. And I'm like, that's because we didn't do it last week. Oh, I thought you like went back and listened like to what fucking actually happened. I don't even fucking know. We didn't take a break late or come back late, but yeah, we didn't have time last week. Was it like maybe just a longer episode of two minutes? Oh, I think we might have took like a longer break, know. maybe? I don't think so. Maybe like a few minutes, if that. I don't even know. I don't know, but this week you got it, fucker. So you're welcome. You're welcome. We will be back. This, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute Absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-277-6322. 800-277-6322. That's 800-277-6322. Remember in the beginning? When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. 
In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-648-9172 That's 800-648-9172 All right, Alika Hope, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good, good. good. Uh, You are uh, award-winning singer, uh, Ray of Hope and Laugh of Hope founder, a TV host and Miss New England America, correct? All of those things are true, yeah. How do you juggle all those things? Uh, uh, ever since I was a young child. No, um, for a long time I've had a lot of energy, as long as I can remember. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too. It. It's the show and drinking, that's what I c- consume it with. <laughs> <laughs> and a dead end job. Dead end job definitely helps for energy. <laughs> You're, I'm doing it wrong though. You're doing it right. I'm doing it right. That's yeah. What they tell me. <laughs> what are you most but proud I, of out of all those accomplishments? What am I most proud of? Um, can I give you the non-politically correct answer? Absolutely. Can I? Can I? Yes. I'm most proud of being a mom. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask, too. I thought you were. I thought I saw tweets that you were a mom. And I was going to say, too, with with being a mom, is that even harder to do all the other things? Actually, having my kids has taught me really how to manage time better. So, you know, the, the downtime that I do have, I make use of because I don't know when I'm going to get it again. Wow. Yeah, like I, I'm a dad, but when uh, I like I'm divorced, when I get my kids, like we take breaks. Like I'm like I can't do anything else. It's just just the kids. Like it's it's uh I just, well I also want to just focus all my time on them when they're up. But it's also it's yep. hard for me to do anything else. Yep. So yeah. Well, how, how old are your kids? Uh that's three boys. Uh, seven. Uh, I think ten and eleven are the mm. oldest. They're only ten months apart, so they're like Irish twins. Okay. I got you. And we're all boys, too, right? A lot of energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Total, total. That's all it is. (laughs) Tons of energy. All it is. All day. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have all boys, or? No, I have a boy and a girl. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to have another? um, Am I what? Are are you going to have another? Are you planning on having another, or or no? I have no idea. Who knows? Uh, what I are have there? two dogs also, so sometimes I feel like I have four kids. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. always always like another kid. I'm curious, <laughs> what are the um, ages between your uh, son and daughter? They're a little over two years apart from each other. Okay. So yeah, and they're they're great kids. Um, I've kind of involved them in everything I've done since. I mean, I had an audition for New York City Opera when I was nine months pregnant with my daughter, and. Um, I like to joke that, like, you know, she's been in the industry since before she was born. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. So, <laughs> what, um, when did you become uh, Miss New England? 
Um, that was earlier this year in February of 2019. And actually, um, my reign officially ended with the Ms. America pageant, which was last week. Uh, and so during this year, I've done a lot of appearances and trying to help out the local community. Mm. Um, and that was, pageantry was pretty new for me. So that was an interesting experience. How did you get into that? My daughter. Uh, she saw an email um, and she said, Mom, you should enter the Miss America pageant. You'd be great at that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was literally my, I remember, because we, we were at my son's class, and my daughter said that I'm just looking at her, you know, like, I have time for all that. Uh, I got to pay bills, uh, you know. Um, but she really inspired me, and so I kind of just jumped in were you the, first. Were you the first black uh, Miss New England? I was, and I actually, you know, that came apart, uh, came about because someone asked me, um, I think it was a historically African-American newspaper asked me, and I was like, I don't know, let me ask the woman who ran the pageant, and she said, you know what, you are, and then it wow. took on an even like deeper layer of historical significance for me. That's what I was going to ask, did it have a lot of pressure yeah. involved in it? Did you have a lot of pressure from the community to, to either make changes or, or whatever? Um, no, you know, I found people to be supportive across the board, um, I think because they knew that I was doing it also to kind of raise awareness um, about different things that I try to, you know, shed light on different issues. And um, I think also because the work that I do with the Ray Hope Project around the history of African-Americans um, in this country and in New England, it kind of totally tied in. Yeah, I was going to ask you to explain that too. The Very Hope uh, Project it is uh, it uses African American spirituals to shed light mm -hmm. um, on the combined anti-slavery efforts of blacks and whites. Mm -hmm. uh, about oh gosh, let's see, six years ago, I was at a historic reenactment place uh, in New England, and I looked around. I'm originally from Oregon, just so you know. So I I, I didn't grow up going to this place like a lot of my friends had, and. I looked around and um, I was like, well, that's interesting. There's not much here telling the story of African-Americans and not a lot about Native Americans. And uh, I went home and I thought, I wonder if they'd be interested in having some music. Because I, you know, sung black spirituals since I was a little girl at funerals, weddings, whatever. So I wrote them an email saying, I have this African-American spirituals program that I think would be a good fit. Which, of course, I didn't have it, right? I was still, like, nursing my... <laughs> you know, two-year-old at the time, but whatever, yeah. go with it. I needed some money. Um, <laughs> lo and behold, they wrote back saying, oh, we're so interested. So that's kind of how that was born. Um, and I wanted to be sure to talk about how whites and blacks in the North actually worked together to end slavery in the South. That was important to me to, rather than talking about us and them, talking about how people work together. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I, I never even really yeah. knew about that. I, I didn't know that whites and blacks worked together for that. Um, particularly um, in the Boston area, there's um, quite a few blacks who had uh, prominent businesses. Um, and then it kind of expanded from there into, now we do a lot of work around social justice in general, and that came about from school principals and such saying, hey, you know, you're really good at this. You do stuff around social justice just in general. That's awesome. And is it well-received from, like, crowds? Like, do people come see you guys perform? Is that is that what it is? Um, so if it's kind of two things going on. Sometimes people want us to just come and, like, do a gig, like, perform. And then we'll do stuff from different eras. Um, 
but more often than not, I have an agent who's based in Boston, so she specializes in, like, educational programming. So more often than not, it'll be a school that sees, you know, what we're doing or sees a video or something and asks us to come in and do a workshop uh, for either the whole school or for, you know, we've done it for certain grade levels and libraries and places like that. What, um, who else is involved in the project? I do. At now, right now, I have 12 male musicians on my roster, which I guess I'm technically the boss of. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever, like, That's make them make, get, make them get you coffee and stuff? You gotta, <laughs> gotta boss them around. You can't let them, can't let them slip up. <laughs> um, well, I do have two older big brothers, so, uh, I actually love working with guys. Um, and they've been, I mean, they've helped contribute to new songs, and, and they're just a blessing. Um, so all of those guys, I, I handpicked them, um, you know, not just how good their musicianship is, but also knowing that they'd be good with different groups of people, different ages and backgrounds and such. How did you connect with them in the first place? Uh, when I first... So I spend my time between New York City and the Hartford area in Connecticut. And when I first came to the Hartford area, I met a couple of musicians, um, and I started doing gigs with them as a singer to make money when my kids are babies. Um, and then I think just, you know, it's just like word of mouth. And I kept meeting more and more and more musicians, and then, you know, two musicians turned into 16 and <laughs> et cetera. That's awesome. What, um, what is uh, Laugh of Hope? For Miss America, we had to have a platform, and I wanted to do something that I thought would reach all Americans. And so, you know, people have platforms like autism and diabetes and things like that, but I was thinking, what would be accessible to all Americans? And my girlfriend and I were up late at night, kind of, she was helping me brainstorm, and I said, laughter. You know, my whole life, people have made fun of my laugh, and I used to be embarrassed, my father has a huge laugh also, and then I started owning it. And she said, you know, Alika, laughter has a lot of health benefits. And I was like, really? Um, she said, yeah. So we Googled it that night, and that's kind of how Laugh of Hope was born. And I said, this is a platform that I want to share with Americans that laughter has all of these health benefits. Everybody can laugh. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's something that opens doors and unites people as opposed to the divided state that our country is in presently in yeah. many ways i was gonna ask what was your opinion on that it just seems like it seems like every the news they're trying to make us like hate each other type of thing it's like mm -hmm. oh look what this white guy did to the, the black guy look what the black guy did to these white people it's, it yeah. just seems like everything they show is trying to divide us mm -hmm. i can't disagree with you is, is is there any i don't know i feel like it wasn't like this uh, even i grew up in the 80s 90s yeah. i don't feel like it was ever like this do you feel like it'll ever be back as it was, or do you think we're going in a direction that's irreversible? Well, that's a tricky question. And I actually listened to some of your episodes, and I like you guys. Because um, I was like, I wonder if they're going to ask me a tricky question. So <laughs> I'm thinking as I'm talking to you. Um, can I say that I don't want it to go back to where it was? 
You said we'll go back to where it was. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, I feel I, like I, we have made a lot of progress in some terms, yeah. but in like some ways, like I said, like the media, it just seems like it's I don't know, like dividing us or the media is feeling or, not even of... trying to, but there's all these people that do things and then they get glamorized. Yes. You get on the news right. and then it just either copycats or whatever. You know, you don't even know. You don't even know what it is in the minds of these people. It's just it's nuts. I feel like it's also just a mindset of media where it's like people love drama, so we're going to Correct. cause drama. We're gonna do make up drama to draw people into watching or even like the president i feel that he's a piece of shit but i feel that people are taking him being a piece of shit in a whole nother like sense and just doing even shittier things under the premise that this guy it's okay you know it's just really weird really weird to me i think that we're i think everything you guys are saying has merit but I think for me, at the core of it, if we remember that media is driven by money and finances, mm-hmm. and that one of the reasons why I've tried to step away from some of the news, no matter what the source is, I know that the more people that watch a particular program or watch, you know, XYZ or tune in to something, even social media, which, you know, I'm very active on, I think it's a great tool. But even though we think it's free, there's still advertising dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if we are divided, and if we take certain sides to any issue, ultimately it's going to bring more in money into whoever it is that's promoting that agenda. And that's kind of how I step back and I say, okay, who's really benefiting here from us being divided? Because it's not me versus the Trump voter in the factory. Neither of us are benefiting from us hating each other. That's the thing. We're both losers in this game because we're not making money off this. Who's ultimately making money off of it? Right. Yeah. Do you, do you know the I answer to that, though? Because I, I wouldn't even think that. I wouldn't even think that far. That's how my brain works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I do think we have a lot of potential as a country. And, I, you know, going back to laughter, I, I feel like my calling in life has been to unite people, um, however that appears. And I'm, I'm totally open. But I think I, I tend to look at someone and say there's something greater at work here. Um, and, you know, I think you're also right that people can take political figures, not just Trump, but there are some Democrats people have taken as political scapegoats and right. use them um, to represent all evil. Yeah. And that makes us demonize the individuals next to us. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, going back to yeah. Laugh of Hope, is that like, yes. do you visit places? Like, what is it? Is that like a comedy tour yes. that you do? No, and I think I have to do a better job of clarifying that. And so since it's still like brand new and a work in progress, oh, okay. Um, okay. what I wanted to do is I offer programs free as a service to the community. So what I've done is I've designed a program that's age appropriate. So the last one was that with uh, fourth and fifth graders about asking them what brings them joy in life. For example, with this group of kids, um, having them draw pictures of what they find joyful in their life. What do people feel like when they're happy? What does it feel like for you to laugh? And are you doing those things in your life that actually bring you joy? What are the things in your life that are stopping you from having joy? Right, which is very different from saying, um, oh, it's all good, you know, no negative vibes. To me, that's silly. Yeah. You know, um, so it's really taking the time to help people think through what are those things that are bringing you joy and are you on that path? And for adults, Some of the work goes into some of the racial reconciliation work I do in terms of laughter has been scientifically proven to bond people. So if we start in a place of communal joy, can we then go into some deeper conversations? And that takes time. 
Um, but as opposed to coming into a conversation saying, here's why you're bad and here's why you're bad. Let's come into the conversation saying, here are the things that unite us. Yeah. Let's start in that point right. and then talk about the things that we find difficult. That's awesome. What do you That's like? Awesome. What do I like? And what do we both like? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you and, ever had... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you can go, Alika. Okay. No, fine. Go ahead. Please. I was going to ask, have you ever had any like uh, younger kids say some crazy things? Like my son, my son William, he'll just say some crazy things or he'll just start making some ridiculous jokes. Like, have you ever had a kid mm-hmm. like just throw you something that that you know you shouldn't laugh at, but you do? Yes. And I'll <laughs> say, and it, depending on the moment. So I also have a master's in early childhood special ed. So um, I've been trying to combine my music and my education stuff together to, you know, okay. to, to do some of these projects. And I'll look at a kid, and nine times out of ten, he says something like that. He's looking for some kind of reaction. Why? So that he gets attention to bond with me, right, or to bond with other people in the room. Yes. So I might laugh for a second and say, wow, that was funny. Now, why could that hurt someone's feelings? So actually having a conversation so that I'm not calling the kid out at a young age, right, and saying, that was wrong. You don't talk like that. Because when you do that, yeah. then they become adults who are afraid to say anything. Okay, because yeah, there's so many times like I have trouble, but I have I've done that too. Uh, one of my sons was on um, what's that? The Switch Slim, and uh, right. he was leaving reviews on people's like stages on Mario, and I, I, he was like being rough. And at first, I was going along with it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. But then I was like, wait a minute, buddy. Like, what if this? What if it's like an eight year old or a ten year old? Like, you wouldn't want to see that, would you? Like, and he's like, no. So then he started leaving like. Uh, better, better reviews for their stages. That was perfect because what are you doing? You're showing him empathy. You're showing him how to show other people empathy. Yeah, because at first he was like, "Yeah, you stink." <laughs> you stink, and I was like, "Yeah, that's good." But then I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, no, no, buddy. Like, what if, what if it's like you? You wouldn't want to see that, right?" So yeah, it is. It's hard. Sometimes you just want to laugh or go along with it, but then it's like, "Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. You can't if your if your ultimate goal is to." you know, share love. And I think sometimes it's hard for kids because they don't realize there's a real person behind that, right? Yes, that too. Absolutely. And so, you know, I mean, my son and I in the house, we tell you a mama jokes to each other, but there's a time and a place, right? So yeah. we make sure that we know this is the time for us to see these yo mama jokes, and then we crack up because we're acting a fool. That's my <laughs> nine-year-old and I, you know? But he knows not to do that, like if we're in a room with 20 people having a serious conversation. See, that's where my middle one, he just, he doesn't. It's like if you 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 can't even ignore him. You can't even ignore him and hope he'll stop. You gotta you just gotta shut him down because like he will just keep going. <laughs> He's that's right, nuts. and that's right, and that's okay because they're kids, right? And yeah. it's our job to like show them. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And you know, we have to remember that they're kids and they don't know. And sometimes it takes like two years for them to figure it out. That's okay. What is Alika? You know? What is um Connecticut Perspective TV that you do? That's a show that airs here locally on Fox and CW that is kind of like a lifestyle show, like the top pizza places, or last year I went skydiving oh. uh, for the first time ever. <laughs> How was that? That was not... <laughs> I don't know what possessed me to do that. Like, <laughs> that will you, you never do never it do? again? <laughs> what? You, like you will never do it again? I mean, I don't think so. It was it was exhilarating and also the second scariest thing I've ever done, second to childbirth. I just wow. It, 
I can't even. Have you guys gone? I've no. never, but I always said, like, out of, like, all the things, like, out of, like, bungee jumping and stuff, I'd probably do skydiving first. Like, I don't know why yeah. that one's, like, the least scary to me. I think bungee jumping is much scary. The thought of, like, being attached to some elastic and then bouncing up and down, that, I, I couldn't do that. And almost, yeah. like, smashing your head on some rocks. Yeah, that, like, <laughs> that scares me. But, I mean, skydiving is crazy, too, though, with the shoot and all. But I still think I would yeah. rather do that because somebody else is probably there that could grab yep. you if something messes and, up. And with skydiving, you're only falling once. Bungee jumping, you're falling and then going back out and then yeah. falling again. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. You're, like, brain shaking the whole time. Like, what's that going to do? due to your head you know you know we can't afford to lose anywhere brain cells so. no and i assume not only the going down part being scary but the going up part yeah. is probably just and as then you're scary. that again stupid like there you go there's another there's a whole nother pit in your stomach another ulcer what what do you what do you uh what was the best part that you what's the best thing you took away from skydiving that i can overcome my deepest fear um when i first jumped out of the plane i thought i was going to have a heart attack i started having a panic attack and i said to myself it's out of your hands now just breathe just breathe and you know the combination of being i think we were twelve thousand feet up we were higher than the typical plane and in that air pressure and jumping out of a plane and being out of control i really thought i was going to die to be frank wow um and I realized, but then once I let, I, you know, I embraced that feeling and let it go through me and said, this is out of your control, so accept it. And within maybe 10 seconds, my whole body shifted. And at that point, I realized I can do, I can do anything. That's I mean, amazing. Not anything, but like, yeah. it's really reduced my fear, my level of fear in my daily life tremendously. That's cool. I feel like it would like reduce anxiety too. Yes. It, it would like go hand in hand with that kind of a thing. Yes. And I, I would, you know, I would say like, if you are fearful or anxious, like jump out of a plane because I know it sounds counterproductive, but just... <laughs> jump off of a bridge, jump yeah. off a bridge. No. <laughs> I feel like I have to the be six pushed. story and jump. <laughs> I feel like I'd have to be pushed. Cause I remember even as I was like in my teens and I worked at a summer camp and we had to jump off something into the water and I had to be pushed. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. And like, yeah. I'm like, you got to push me. And yeah, that's... That was me too. I'm telling you, I couldn't even do those. You know, I, I you know, because I grew up in Oregon, we had to go to outdoor school. We had to climb those giant ladders and then do the trust fall. Yes. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I turned no. around and walked back off. I don't trust nobody. That's what I said. I don't trust people. I should. It's my spine. I'm not trusting any of you. <laughs> so if I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. And I was going to ask you too, uh, Lika, having accomplished so much, is there anything, and doing so much, like you do a lot, is there anything that you still would love to do that you haven't gotten a chance to? Yes, I want to write a book. Do you know what kind of book or? You have any suggestions? I don't know. I've I've wanted to write a podcasting book for years, but I'm like, it's just an oversaturated market and like. You got, I guess you kind of got to be like a major player. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Or a kid's book. I want to think of something so stupid that every kid is like, I got to have this and bug their parents for it. And then there you go. Then you're good. Then you're golden. Yeah. Read a history book, like, but your interpretation of that history. That's pretty cool. Ooh, I like that. Or what is uh, like a comic book, but like for the adults? What's uh, the word? Graphic Graphic novel. novel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Graphic novel. I like that, that. too. 
I like the history books for my interpretation. That is an awesome. Right. That's an awesome concept. Okay. Well, and I, okay. I actually thought of that because I, I just got hooked on the uh, Hamilton musical. Which what? Is <laughs> amazing. What? Which is the best musical in the world. It's a musical about uh, Alexander Hamilton, one of our founding fathers. But um, the book that uh, the guy that made that musical based it off of is just like one version or like an interpretation uh, of like Alexander Hamilton. Apparently, there's, there's several different history books that view Alexander Hamilton differently. Which one was he? What's, what dollar is he on? Uh, the $10 oh. founding father. So he ain't that rich. He's not the best. <laughs> Who's I <wanna>? like it. <laughs> what was the story, though? What was the story? like? And how well, so, they... so in the musical, the, the story was really just about how Alexander Hamilton was like this 19-year-old kid that lived in the Caribbean, suffered through a fucking hurricane. His uh, a father died. He moved in with his cousin. His cousin committed suicide. And then he moves to America, and uh, he just meets a bunch of guys at a bar, and they drink some beers, and they're like, revolution, woo. What? And then, like... <laughs> <laughs> George Washington is just like, yo, Alexander Hamilton, you're my right-hand man. You're the fucking best, but you got to, like, just write shit because I don't know if I could put you in the field or anything like that. And then eventually he puts him in the field, and I can keep going. It's a long I love it. I love it. I want, I want Alexander <laughs> you, Hamilton. Dude, you got to listen to the Hamilton musical because it is all hip-hop. Was he in, uh, was he in a duel? Yes, he was I in a duel. I did a, with, a report on him, and I loved Alexander with, Hamilton. Like, Aaron Burr. Yes! With the, him and Aaron yes, Burr. Yes! And I, they I, were rivals from the beginning. They were friends. Uh, he met him in a bar when the when he was 19. They were friends, and then eventually, amazing. like, yeah. Ryder just texted me and said she loves Al- Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yes. The, the Hamilton musical is amazing. It's hip-hop. It is the fucking greatest fucking thing in the world. Where is so. it? Is, is it on Broadway? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a Broadway musical. That sounds yep. awesome. Where did you see it, Hot Dog Boy? I saw, I just listened to it. Somebody told me, like, you gotta listen to this musical, and eventually, I did. I listened to it on, like, Amazon Music. Okay. Uh, I didn't know. Did you music, yeah. see it? I, I haven't seen it live, no. I really want it now, I though. But touring. I think he is. I think, I think he's... A, um, I think there's a national tour happening. You should see. Have you, uh, have you seen it live? Um, no, I haven't. That's horrible. Sh- I'm... <laughs> <laughs> but you've but you've really you've like you know what I'm musical. you know what I'm talking about though like you've listened Sounds to the whole awesome. musical. Oh, no, I've listened to the music. Every single one of my friends has seen it. All of them have seen it on Broadway. All of them love all the songs. So I know the songs. Um I just tend to only go to musicals that are like <laughs> old. <laughs> I like cats. Um, Rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, old like My Fair Lady. Like, oh. oh. Yeah, I like the really old stuff where the voices are like big and they have these gigantic orchestras. And although I will say I loved In the Heights, which was also Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. Um, but In the Heights also follows like a more traditional musical theater format. But that's a great one. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. So I started after but, listening to Hamilton. Like I became obsessed with uh, Lin. Uh, Manuel Miranda, and so I did start listening to a little bit of In Heights, but I have not finished it yet. That's really what he blew up from. Um, he's yeah. a genius. I have to mm-hmm. say, he's a genius. Um, and he does a lot for his community, too. So, But you should definitely... Yeah, if you haven't heard Hamilton yet, you should check it out. I definitely definitely want to. I want to go see it. We gotta go see it. We gotta yeah, go see it. So that'd be amazing. Um, Alika, we have to wrap this up. It's, it's, I yeah. can't believe how fast time has gone. But um, is there anything else that you need to plug or, or tell people to find you? 
Uh, you can find me easily because I'm the only Alika Hope in the United States. I believe there's somebody, some in Nigeria. Um, but you could, if you put in Alika Hope into Google, my different forms will come up. Um, and I will say if anybody wants to follow me on Twitter, which is where I met you guys, which I'm so happy for, it's Alika Hope. And if anybody has any book ideas that they want me to write a book about, please feel free to contact me. <laughs> How's Rob- that? Robinson, the book. Would that work? The what? Would Robin Slim the book work? Robin Slim, a no history book. through the eyes of Alika Hope. Yes! <laughs> Perfect. We, yeah. We, we, the musical. Dot com. The musical. <laughs> Thank you. I bet there hasn't been a musical about a podcaster. Ooh, <gasps> Ooh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're going to have a project in, in the Podcasters works. from Jersey. Let's do it. <laughs> Podcast musical. That's what it's. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alika, for talking to us and for not for still talking to us after you heard us. Once you said you listened to us, I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna be bad. You're not gonna do this." Oh anymore. no, I love it. I love it. You guys keep it real. So keep keeping it real. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, again, where can everybody find you? Uh, Alika Hope. Anywhere. <laughs> awesome. A l i k a l i k a. Correct. Oh. Yep, A-L-I-K-A, and then Hope, H-O-P-E. So you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. You can email me, alikahope at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. We'll be back. We'll be back. Hey, Slambo. Yeah! Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. And go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern... Guernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D... E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S dot com or Amazon dot com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurditions. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby. I'm ordering that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Who's calling places? <laughs> Yo, what up? JV Trackman needs to get Driz. Yeah. A gig. Yeah, I want to fucking make some deals with some car dealerships. Like, Ooh. I do a lot of shit in fucking cars, man. And I can fucking sell cars because, you know, different shit happens in different cars. Like, you got to hear some of the shit that happened in a Mustang compared to some of the shit that happened in a Mitsubishi. It's probably different, and it might help you decide <laughs> on what car you want to get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes you're in the fucking Explorer, and sometimes you're in the Blazer, and different shit fucking happens. What's the, the, the uh, number? Did you call it? No, I didn't. Let's see. Who we got here? I don't know. All right, I'm going to do this one. Let's see. What is it? Um, Kelly something Carco. Fran, Fran, <laughs> Farnicia. Uh, <laughs> what is it California Car Company. California a car cow.
DJ Chapman first and then the drink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello? Hello, and thank you for calling California Car Company. Yeah. If you know your party's extension, your voice feel free to dial it at any time. Deep shit. Please press 1 for sale, oh, yeah. 2 for finance, one. 3 for DMV and billing. Please press 9. Thank you for calling sales. Please hold for the next available agent. California car? Yeah, hi, my name is J.B. Trekman. I am a music producer from uh, from Atlantic City, and I, I have a guy named The Driz, and I'm trying to get him to be like the spokesman of a car comp of car dealership. And I, I, I was going to ask if like you would listen to him like rap and see if he would um, he'd be a good fit for your company. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be interested in that. Why not? You haven't heard him rap yet. Yeah, yeah, listen to this real quick. Oh, don't be it, I got. Yeah, yo, so one day, I was driving in a Mercedes. Yeah, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> You're a real piece of shit. Fucking fuck you, California <laughs> cunts. Yeah, he was just like, I won't be interested in that, and you didn't fucking give me a chance with all that shit. He didn't give you a fucking break. He didn't give you a break. Where's your list of phone numbers to call? It's under your feet somehow. <laughs> Fucking lost it. You're supposed to keep it <laughs> tight in the <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call him fucking Quantum. Oh no, sales. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking like fucking time travel and bullshit and like quant they understand quantum, quantum theory. physics and, and shit. like string theory and shit. String cheese. Yeah, string cheese. Yes, hi, I am calling from uh, Atlantic City. My name is J.B. Trekman, and I got this guy named The Driz. He's a rapper, and I would love to get him, like, a foot in the door with, like, a car dealership. I'd love him to be, like, the spokesman of a car dealership. Yeah, and, um, he does he does a little rapping, and I, w I, w mm -hmm. I would like to see your reaction to one of his rap songs right now. Okay, well, the manager is up today. Well, he's just going to start rapping. It's, it's today. It's okay. Yeah. I was driving in a Dodge. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was very slick and shit, and I was doing coke off a fucking guy. A really fucking big, muscular guy just doing coke off his bicep. You ever fucking snort coke off of a man's biceps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, what happened? Nobody wants <laughs> you for their car dealership. Yo, I got fucking cut jingles. You gotta keep jingling. You gotta keep <laughs> pressing. Alright, this is Pacific. Mm -hmm. Auto center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about cars. Neon? I like neon. Do you ever drive a Dodge Neon? I'm gonna sing about that. This call may be recorded for quality. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I give you a fucking quality. Giving you quality at the Pacific Auto Center. 
Yes, hi, my name is J.V. Trekman. I'm a, a record producer from Atlantic City, um, and I would, I've got this guy, he's like a, a client of mine. We're trying to get him like a foot in the door to or like a car dealership. I'd love him to be like the spokesman, like the face of a car dealership. And he does raps, and I, I, would, I would love if you could just listen to one of his raps right now. Yes, I thought it was about my very first Dodge Neon. So I was driving my fucking Neon. It was fucking small. It was very tiny. And do you know what you do while you're driving a tiny car like a Dodge Neon? You keep a midget. You keep a midget right underneath you. And I'm not talking in the passenger seat. I'm talking you keep that fucking midget right underneath the roof. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants you. You guys stop being so controversial, Chris. <laughs> did you have a list of things that the Drish should do? Uh, uh, yeah. One was uh, I paid for sex in a car. I got right. beat up in a car. My all mom right. got pregnant in a car. All right, this My grandfather died in a car. I ran a gas, a blue guy, for gas money. I, I, I got drunk and pissed on a cop car. I love cars. There's also a lot of cars. Keeps, keeps a midget in a neon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I really like the Ford Explorer. I flew that, Max. Oh, wait, this is the same one. Hold on. Hold on. Let's. Yeah, I'm gonna do drive time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Drive time. Yeah, I'm fucking hot. That sounds like rim time. Yo, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yo, if you got a fucking name like Drive Time, you need a fucking <laughs> you commercial need a guy like the Driz. Drive Time Driz. Drive yeah. Time Driz. I'm gonna give you the biggest Drive Time ever. <laughs> Y'all look good. Alright, hold on. Yeah, here we go. Drive Time. Fucking time to drive! Oh. Hi, how are you? My name is JV Trekman. I am a record producer from Atlantic City, and I have a guy named the Driz. I'm trying to get him like a foot in the door to to like a car dealership. I want him to be the spokesman of a car dealership, and he does raps. He does a lot of raps. He he will rap outside your car dealership if you want him to, and he's gonna rap right now. And I want to hear your reaction. Yes, this is my rap about my favorite car, the Dodge Explorer. I went outside and I had to pick one of my cars. And the car that stood out was the Explorer. He hung up already. <laughs> he gave the drizz about two seconds of his time. Fuck. That's why we got He's a lot quite, more numbers on the list. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> cars are you? Cars are us. Cars are us. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, because I remember this time I was in a Toys R Us, and there was this, like, adult there, and they were doing some shit to me. Yeah, that's, like, the same thing that's going to happen at Cars R Us. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you about. <laughs> Maybe JV's coming on too strong. <laughs> What's that? Maybe JV is coming on a strong. Yeah. He's got to <clears throat> be a little... Chill. Chill a little. A little like, really, like... Cool like a black guy. This is your shot. Don't throw your shot.
Toys R Us. Nobody has left the job tonight. Which is good. Hello, thank you for calling Cars R Us Chicago. We are currently unavailable to Why? answer your call. Please leave us your message. Leave a message. Oh, shit. Sure. Fuck you, you, fucking asshole. I'm sorry. Do you want me to call him no, back? No, call the next one. All right. Millennium Auto Sales. Yo, what up? I'm going to call some fucking millennial. Millennial Auto Sales. Fucking millenniums. I hate them. <laughs> oh, I'm mushing numbers together at this point. Hold on, there we go. And that's it. Thank you. Uh, my name is JV Trekman. I'm a record producer from uh, Atlantic City, and I have a guy named the Driz. He's like an upcoming rapper. He would love to get his foot in the door, like, and be a spokesman for like a car dealership. I was wondering uh, what we could do to get him in that door. Um, give me one second. Okay, what did he want to do? He wants to rap. On one of your commercials. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to help you sell some I cars. I can let him do it right Ooh, now. Here we go. What's it going to be like? Yo, come down to Millennium Auto Sales. Yo, you fucking millenniums. I know you're fucking lazy and you don't work or anything. So why not come and get a car? My improv that was approved. Was, <laughs> that was, I think that was a good bait and switch. Let's try the next. Okay. <laughs> the next car dealership. I don't understand why they're all hanging up. Like they're not. This is why these companies are never. That's gonna why they're like never gonna up. be yeah. like Dodge Big or Mercedes. <laughs> what, is, what is this major? Word? World. Major. Major world. What the fuck is that? It's a fucking major. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you my major you world. Be major. Ooh, I'm going to give you a fucking major. A major drizz. Major drizz song for your major dealership. <laughs> major drizz. Getting creeped in the military song. <laughs> I'm in a tank. <laughs> Two. Uh, okay. This call may be recorded for quality assurance. Oh, uh, Your call may be monitored for quality I assurance. I heard that, you fucking asshole. patient over here. That's why JV doesn't get along with people. I'm going to leave a message and they don't answer. I'll just call the next one. Fuck this All right, one. fuck them. Sorry, you don't it's get to hear about my military experience. The next one will. <laughs> Queen's Auto Mall. I'm already car dealership. It's, but, 
That's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. This is a serious song. This one about depression. <clears throat> Thank you for calling Queens Auto Mall. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message. We gotta get one more. We gotta get one more. What's the next one on the list? I think it's MF. Y'all, motherfucker. Go to the other side. Yeah, you want to do Echo, what is that? Park? Echo Park. Echo Park. I'm going to give you some fucking Echo. Go. I've lost some number, so... Uh, boop. Uh, yeah. Yo, they fucking busy or something. Yeah, I gotta go one for Nevada. Thank you for calling Echo Park. For quality service, this call may be yeah. recorded. Uh, Please hold uh, while we connect your call. That will be recorded. I'm Thank you for calling Echo Park. This call may be recorded. Yeah, to better all... assist you, please choose from the following options. Oh, what the fuck? Press 1 for sales, one, 2 one. to inquire about selling your vehicle, 3 for <laughs> all other inquiries. <laughs> any of those work. Please hold for the next representative. Good afternoon, this is Angela with Echo Park Automotive. May I have your first and last name? J.B. Trekman. I'm calling uh, from Atlantic City, and I have, I, I'm a big record producer. I have a guy named The Driz. He's an upcoming uh, hip-hop star, and he wants to get his foot in at, at, at like, a car dealership. He wants to be the face of, of, uh, of a company, and I just, was just wondering how to get him in that door. Um, yeah, I have no idea, actually, well, that we even do anything like that. I could have him rap for you. That would, that would be probably the best start. Um, Yo, what up? Well, I want you to come down um, to Echo Park. I know you what you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking that people are just gonna be like, uh, 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 you know, like that Echo, uh, 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 or they may be like, yo, 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 but that's not what Echo Park is about, she fucking hung up. We'll go on a break. <laughs> we'll be back. You're a hard Dress. I love that You're she started sound. talking over the music. She's like, um, uh, um. <laughs> we'll be back. This is the Slabagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. 
My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Cause I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes a coupon set Match a dapper to dash it but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a Ness I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patience Every time I'm feeling like the slightest into doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations Expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words That ain't worry cause you're sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass Sure, yeah, oh it's the entitlement and attitude Like everybody gotta pat you on the back But alas, you're a hack and you're whack So you have to Lower your expectations So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com And start listening today! Yeah! Rob and Slim Show Hello, hello John J. Galbo from Swimcast Yes, sir, what's up? What's up? Just chilling, just chilling How are you, my friend? I'm doing good tonight. Good. That's good. What uh you are the longest running adult swim podcast, correct? That is accurate, sir. And um probably not uh we don't crank them out as much as we used to, but it is the longest running show. Twelve years. Wow. I, I we're starting so our sixth and I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, my You're, friend. You doubled us. <laughs> <laughs> How how have you kept going so long? Um, booze. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's, that's like mine. To, yeah. And when we we take breaks, we take like summer breaks. So like that makes that's recharge that recharges the batteries. Uh, see, the thing is, when we first started, we did it for fun, and as we started going, uh, it got a little bit of. Can I curse on this? Yes. It got a bit of a clusterfuck for a while where we didn't talk about Adult Swim a whole lot, but we ran like a three to four hour show. And that eventually spawned my second show. And, you know, that begat another show that begat, you know, now we have a whole network of shows. But uh, little by little, my focus was not as attentive to Swimcast. So we do them sparingly now. Okay. But it's still like, well, we have plenty of content and it's we can really talk about anything in the realm of animated comedy. We we branched out a little bit more. Like we'll talk about Archer sometimes. We'll talk about uh live action comedy on different uh networks. So and the thing that, that I find hysterical is it's a show that's geared toward well, the network Adult Swim is geared towards like 18 to 32 year olds and really a lot of a lot of it is more the 18 crowd and it's like we could say anything on the show as long as it's batshit insane <laughs> yes it's going to hold the attention that's yeah that's how i that's, that's our show, show. <laughs> yes we, we are uh we're kindred spirits in that <laughs> i love that who are your co-hosts john uh, it's a rotating group, but generally my co-host is a young lady by the name of Trish. She lives out in the uh, Southern California region. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Northern California region. I don't know California. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, and she's usually my rock on the show because she'll say even more batshit insane stuff than I have. <laughs> That's good. That's what you need. Yeah, you need somebody crazier than you. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you affiliated with William Street or Adults? Oh, adults God, I wish. <laughs> um, I've, I've been towing that line for decades where people come up to me it's like oh you work for adult swim i'm like even like new york comic-con which i was just telling a friend of mine i'm not going this year but i've been going consecutively as press and i think the reason being is i put in adult swim central they bypass the central part because that used to be the the website and they're like okay you're adult swim you're press wow that's that's impressive <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even care anymore you know because it's not my fault you're you're going to you know the extreme of okay adult swim central okay i don't know what central is but you're in but you're you're there you're there you you you're good you're good I, i've never i shouldn't say never i did once uh fake being from adult swim and it was that uh they actually just had it uh this past weekend it's atlanta's dragon con I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. No, no. Dra- Dragon Con? Yeah, it's like, like New York Comic Con, like, dialed up to 11. Like, they go, wow. like, the entire, the entire Labor Day weekend. It's held in, like, six hotels, and it's, like, nonstop, like, debauchery and drinking. That sounds, People in cosplay. Funner. That sounds funner than yeah, Comic Con. That That's funner than really? any convention I've been to. It really is. They, they let me host some panels down there for a while, but I wow. stopped going because i got to be an adult. But, <laughs> oh, man, that's uh, adulting. That is adulting. <laughs> but, oh, shit, I forgot where I was going with those. Oh, no. Um, I was pressed one year, and they had, like, the Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell Squid Billy's panel. Oh. And I was, there, I was there late because I had some conflict. And the guy at the door is like, wait, you can't get in. I'm like, I'm pressed. I'm with Adult Swim. He's like, oh, okay. Have you ever had Adult Swim come at you? Like you got to step down, John. You, you're not. No, they, they they love me. I mean, I've never met Lazo, and there's like, like a couple other people that I haven't met. But I've met like most of the creators and the talent, and they so they cool. they love it. That is I mean, super I wish cool. I I wish I had kept like a full blown website because eventually we uh, dumped it down and, and moved it to a, another website. Yeah, and. Mm. I don't think anyone even writes anymore. I don't. I don't have the drive to writing anymore. I do mostly the podcast stuff. That's what I was gonna ask too, John. Being involved and being such a fan and, and involved in all that stuff, have you ever wanted to create a show, an animated show, or anything like that? I, I would love to, but I mean, I, I think I need more of. I need more of a push or like some like more creative type partner to go okay i got the connections you got the brains yeah. you know let's go with us yeah yeah it's 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 hard hard to grind uh i recently i do a little skit called too many rapes and it's a dark humor dark humor sci-fi action adventure time travel it's, it's got it all but like i pitched it to an animation company and they were super responsive when I was asking them questions about how to pitch it. And then when I pitched it, I never heard. I never heard back, dude. <laughs> you know what it is, too? They get so many submissions that are, like, either really good or really horrible. Whoa. And the thing that, bug- the thing that really bugs me is the fact that they'll take a sh- – they'll, they'll, like, greenlight a pilot like it was called Uber Mansion originally. 
the the one that eventually became Supermansion for Crackle. Okay, I do know that. And yes, they they had the original pilot on their network, and they you know they had the whole contest. Oh, vote for your favorite pilot, and Ubermansion won. And then they went, yeah, we're passing on this. We're gonna let it go to, you know, let it go. <laughs> yeah, and then. Sony picks it up and it wins Emmys. Wow! <laughs> I, I guess it's kind of their, ju- you know, it's their judgment call. Like they they can't tell if this show's going to be a hit or miss. Yeah. But it's like it, it just I don't know. They, you know, this is why I'm I'm a lowly you know office drone by by day and not not in cartoon. Yeah, I'm a retail slave. That's the same. That's Me too. The same. But so so here's like I, I gotta add something here with Rob pitching uh, uh, his um too many rapes. <laughs> to, to this animation company and with you saying that like hey they got a lot to choose from some are good some are great like I think the one that has you. the one that has the word rape in it it's probably easy to be like yeah no we're not gonna do we're that but you should yeah. but i, I think i i it. i think rob should rename it to too many rakes rakes yeah like, he re- it or be mops, <laughs> or too many ropes. mops, <laughs> or too many ropes. <laughs> but it's still deal with rape. You just gotta change the title. <laughs> That's too many ropes. <laughs> too many brokes. Too many that's, blokes. It could be British. Or it even, could be British. or even, that's too many non-concessional sex. Ooh, <laughs> that's. <laughs> It's a prison. It started in prison. That's where it started, John. Don't think I'm that creepy. Please. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, um, that makes sense. <laughs> I want to ask John if you can, if you can, do you have a list of like your top five favorite Adult Swim shows? Oh, Jesus. Um, well, number one is Space Ghost. I always say yeah. Space Ghost over Aqua Teen because it's a granddaddy. Yes. Uh, so. Space Ghost, Aqua Teen, shit. Uh, Rick and Morty. Way too many. Yeah, that's it. There's so much. I don't. So much I don't time. know if Rick and Morty would. Eat, uh, maybe it would be six. Wow. Venture, really? obviously. Venture, yes, that was one of mine. Um, Twelve ounce mouth. I know a lot of people. Unpopular opinion to most, but I it's a fan it. favorite. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. Metalocalypse. Yes. Super Jail. I, I think I might have gone over five. That, that was another one. I, yeah, I was like not totally you, on board for. Which one, Super Jail? Yeah, I just, I just, ooh, that one just that one never just, caught me. The thing, the thing with that one, I love Christy Caracas's animation, and he just keeps getting better and better. Okay. Uh, he just did the Ballmasters nine thousand nine series. Yeah, I, I I can see like I do I do like the animation. I just I, I just the show just didn't ever grab me. And one one that I wanted to hate, like I think I turned it on to hate but loved it was uh your pretty face. Like I I was like what is this garbage? And I turned it on and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I can't get enough of this show." Home movies? Home I I loved home movies. I loved home movies. But that was that Comedy was, Central. That was- oh, that wasn't on Adult Swim? It was on Adult Swim. It was. Originally, it was on uh, UPN when that existed, wow. and they canceled it. Okay, I think after a few episodes of the first season, and then Swim picked it up, and they ordered new episodes. Oh, okay, oh. I didn't know that. I I, and, lo- I love and, to Swim for reigniting Family Guy. And then I think they took like 
that and then went into like Metalocalypse because that was both like yeah. Brendan Small. So they were like, we want you to do like a show for wow. us. <laughs> that was great, but I also, uh, that didn't finish, right? Metalocalypse never completely ended, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, I know there, there's petitions to get it uh, like a final season or something going and swim yeah. for whatever reason. I think because the, the, the rumor I heard was he blew all the money. Like they gave him enough money to make one final season and he blew it all on that uh, rock opera special. Okay. okay. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he Go like, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Yeah. Dirty rumor. <laughs> so I'm curious about this. So Adult Swim had, um, if I remember correctly, it started out with just like that stuff, like Space Ghost, Coast to Ghost, like these Adult Swim originals, yeah. and then eventually they started adding anime to it. How do you feel about that? I have a love-hate relationship with anime just because every time I get into one, like it either gets canceled or it ends abruptly. Yep. Case in point, I love Cowboy Bebop. I yes. wish they would make more. I understand they don't want to make more. Yeah. And I think as I get older, I feel like the short form stuff is kind of better. Mm. Like I've been watching the good place on TV. I know it's a uh, seg, uh, non sequitur or whatever you want to call it. Live action film, uh, series, live yeah. action com comedy. And it's like, Oh, good place is going to end after this season. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of okay with that. It was funny for four seasons and now it's done. That's how I felt about Inuyasha. Like, I loved it. I don't know how many going, seasons, but the going. last, I don't know if it was three or four, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this that, garbage. That show used to bug me because 5, 5 a.m., you know, going to bed at 5 a.m. when you're in college and hearing, yeah, Kagome! <laughs> Kagome! So I love the original. Rob has watched all the other ones, but my, like, biggest like adult swim memory as far as anime goes was like fully coy and that just oh. fucking short sweet six episodes so amazing good. so great so great are you just lost you've never <laughs> seen you've never he's seen judging, fully coy he's judging you so hard right oh, now oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, i think i think my my anime like when they started when they had dragon ball z on still yeah. that was a cool one yeah, uh, that was cool. Kenshi Muyo was probably one of my favorites. Nice. That was a that was a no. fantastic one. I w I Big wish out. when they had Big transferred out. it over to Swim, that they had unedited it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. True. What well, I wanted to ask you too, John. What is your least favorite Swim show ever? Ooh. Like, I mine has to be Xavier, whatever the hell that was. Xavier. <laughs> oh, that was garbage. <laughs> Xavier, Xavier, no one wants to like that show. Um, this may be an unpopular opinion because I know it's popular with the kids these days, but Mr. Pickles. I can't stand it. I, I don't even know what that is. I never heard of Mr. It's Pickles. A demonic dog, I want to say. Oh, like, I've tried a few. I've tried a few. I, I think I've told a story on the show or maybe elsewhere, but uh, when they were when they have their lineup, like every April they go to New York and they try and sell these shows to advertisers. And we would, we would report the list of shows like, Oh, venture brothers is coming back. Aqua Teen's coming back. And here are the new shows and blah, blah, blah. And I, I went through them and, and like dissected them one by one. And I was like, I don't know enough about Mr. Pickles to 
to make an assessment on it, but it's supposedly about a family and a dog and this and that. And I guess the guys who produce it had their own PR firm at the time. I don't know if they still do. <laughs> so they reach out to me and they go, oh, hey, we have we have the pilot. We'd like you to watch it and give give us your thoughts. Wow. It was the first episode. I think it was uh, twice as long because they, usually they they uh, film or animate like 30 minutes rather than the typical 11. Okay. And I just got a whole like it was it felt like it was trying way too hard to be the new Metalocalypse or Super Jail like uh, yeah. uber violence, crudeness. Like yes. there there wasn't anything like hysterical about it. Mm. I, I told them that straight out and they're like, huh, okay, thanks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I tried watching a few other episodes and there were a few like spots that made me chuckle, but I still yeah. don't get the show. That's how I felt. I, I felt the same about China, Illinois. I, that one I tried to get into and I just, I couldn't, there was a few parts that made me laugh, but I just, I just couldn't, just could not. My, fa- my favorite was the part where they accidentally left in the F-bomb. <laughs> What's the one with was... the? What's the one with the family that lived next to like a nuclear plant or something? Oh, the oblongs. That was one that ended too too soon. I felt. Yeah, and even the creators, like you know, I, I met him once at a con in L.A. The I think it's L.A. Comic Con now. It used to be called something else. Mm. And he he hands me this postcard. He's like, here, send this to Adult Swim. <laughs> like he was hoping. I guess he's hoping like enough people would send in postcards but it's like i feel like it's it's too little too late because like yeah. most of those people that were on the show like will ferrell yes he won't come back no there he went on to way better things yeah that's what it was it had it had will ferrell it was just a great show yeah but yeah like it just it never never went after the i think it was like one season yeah it's a good so, show, though. Yeah, it was. It was. John, I want to ask you, uh, too, how did you connect with George Lowe, a.k.a. Space Ghost, that did your intro? Wow. That did your <laughs> intro? Because it's amazing. Okay. Back in the, uh, I should preface this by saying, the whole Swimcast Adult Swim Central thing started with Aqua Teen Central was a website. And the guy who built it, uh, props to Jeff, uh, he was a big Space Ghost fan. He ended up uh, creating a website called the Dad Shrine, which was basically like Brack's show, Central. Oh, cool. And some way, somehow, he got a hold of George Lowe. I think he was, you know, he had like a phone number or email or something and became fairly friendly with George Lowe. And I forget how we got on the subject. I think we were going to do a, a retrospective on Space Coast, and he ended up reaching out to George and was like, can you do, like, a bunch of bits and stuff? And there is an episode. It's archived now, so it's Patreon only. Um, <laughs> we actually go through, like, all the sound bites that he had because it wasn't just, like, that intro. And one of the other guys who used to produce the show with me um, he ended up like, because he says at the, at the beginning, uh, welcome to this podcast. And he just put in, welcome to this swim cast. Wow. That's so, so I, good. I see George, I, I used to see George at that, uh, Dragon Con I mentioned earlier and yeah. he never re- remembered me. I just have to be like, 
Oh, hey, I'm Jeff Albeck's friend. Oh, yeah, Jeff! Oh, <laughs> One of my favorite things he did was in, was on the Aqua Teen, where they were doing, like, oh, I, I have a clip somewhere. It's, like, a public service announcement, how to not offend people. It was just, like, <laughs> this thing, and... and I think he, somebody shot a nun's head off and like a rainbow came out and he was like, that's oh, acceptable. That was, yeah. The Aqua Teen episode. That was, <laughs> that was, uh, the Ted Nugent one. Yes. Uh, yes. The Jesus. It was like Jesus in a, in a billboard or something sure. like that. Yes. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. Oh, <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, to John, I know it wasn't brought up yet, but what do you think about, um, the Eric Andre show? Because I, I love that one too. I love that show. I am just, so backlogged on it. Okay. He is he is balls out insane. Yes, yes. He is he's next level. Next level. <laughs> I love I love in the first season when he goes to Mensa in the suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Everything he does. Everything he does, like, oh, it's it's just it's all always different. It's always amazing. I, I just he, he tickles my soul. And um uh, what was I gonna say? Oh my god! Um, was that another one you were really into with the werewolf? Uh, oh, Joe Neon Joe. Neon Joe. Neon Joe was that <laughs> werewolf hunter? I haven't watched enough of that. I actually caught an episode uh, the other night on the swim stream. They have the app where like they go through different like they call them marathons, but they're like little like you can click on each one of them. It's like Venture Brothers, uh, Rick and Morty. Black Jesus, Stream Corp, uh, and then they have a William Stream Street one, and you click on that, and it's like random nonsense from like all different eras, and they had Dion Joe on, and I'm like, oh my god, this is nuts. <laughs> it was good. I really got into that one. Um, love, love the hell out of John Glazer though. He is a stand-up uh, gentleman. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a couple interviews. We played clips of him. He is, he's amazing. He's really cool. Really cool. I'm pissed, though, myself, though, John. I don't know about you, but I think it was about a year ago, Xfinity up here made adults, oh, yeah. uh, made Cartoon Network a premium channel, so I haven't Ow. had it. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, how the hell do you make that a premium channel? But up here... I guess, I guess NBC Universal doesn't like children. Right? Right. I, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... We're, boycott. We're, I'm gonna make that statement. We're a big conglomerate. <laughs> Kids. Fuck kids. They shouldn't even be here. <laughs> We're going to make you pay extra for your cartoon network. You can stay with Nickelodeon. <laughs> that's, I'm, that's what I'm stuck with. I'm stuck with Nick and, and PBS. It sucks. It sucks. John, so, oh. I want to ask John one yes. question. So animated one question, co- one question only animated co- cartoons on um, Adult Swim you love. Any other networks that do animated cartoons that you appreciate? Oof. Animated animated comedy on Adult Swim. Well, so you have animated. So clearly, you love animated comedy on Adult Swim. Are there any other oh, networks? Oh, I, I are you? Are there any other networks such as Nickelodeon, Fox, or any of those that you like the comedy that they've done? Animated. Yes. Uh, Fox. I love. I love Bob's Burgers. We binged it. I got my wife to watch it. Cool. We love it. She's convinced our firstborn is going to end up as Louise. <laughs> um, Archer. I'm backlogged. I'm like only four seasons in on Archer, but I need to catch up on that. That's one I got to get uh, into. Love that show. Um, 
Well, there other animated comedies. I mean, like even if I, you look I, at like Nickelodeon, like they're not adult comedies, well, but like the early like right. '90s were very adult themed. Right, right. Well, I was gonna say Duck, the new Ducktales is hysterical. Is it really? really? I have not. Yeah. touched on it. The cause... new Ducktales throws so much fan service and so much humor at at adults. It, it's wow. unbelievable. I gotta, I gotta check it out then. Yeah, you really do, and and such a stellar cast. I mean, I know, I know. The, on the flip side, the complaint is, well, you're getting a lot of these celebrities to do it, not a lot of work for like actual voice actors and actresses. But it works. It works. Yeah, I'd rather have that too. I, fuck, fuck the yeah. little guy. I want the big guy, right in my face. <laughs> Just well, on the flip side, is there's there's so many characters they keep adding, and they keep drawing from the whole Disney afternoon. I mean, they're going to have, uh, this past season, they had Darkwing Duck show up. Then they're going to have like the characters from Tailspin show up soon. Cool. I I forget who else. Like, like there was a poster that came out for San Diego comic-con that's like, has like 10 different characters from like Disney afternoon. You're like, Whoa. Wow. That's awesome. John, we have to wrap this up, dude, but it has been a blast talking to you, dude. Oh, the the pleasure is all mine, gentlemen. You know, it was fantastic, you know, having me on. Um, Always. (laughs) What was I going to say? I blanked out there. I'm having a blackout and I haven't drunk. Got a drunk. You got a drunk. Where did everybody find you? I drunk a lot. Um, I mean, generally these days, uh, I, like I alluded to at the start of this, I run a podcast network now. It's called ACPN, the Arts, Comedy, and Pop Culture Network of Podcasts. You could find us at acpnet.net. We're also on the the Twitter machine. Uh, You could find me on the Twitter machine at John J. Galbo. And, uh, you know, Facebook, uh, what else do kids use these days? Twitch. It's... We, I've, been, I've been trying to Twitch, uh, do Twitch streams of, like, random content to see yeah. if they'll kick me off. <laughs> Hold on, I want to skip a, a little bit here. Can we, uh, can we be on your podcast network? Ooh, look at that um, greedy little... Is, greedy. I, there is an application form Ooh. on there, and I have to go through it but i did see uh a name of a show on there that all may right. or may not be yours so all i right. will uh our crack team of monkeys will evaluate that and see if it's a good fit Fuck right. yeah thank you john thank you don't hold <laughs> don't hold anything against slim he he doesn't he's drunk he's drunk <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing wrong with being drunk it's when you get blacked out i'm not drunk enough <laughs> that'll be later Probably another story for another day for yeah. some other show. <laughs> very true. Awesome, John. You rock, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good night. You too, Take my care. friend. All right. Later. Later. Hey, guys. It's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. 
click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Robin Slusha. Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. Ben and Dave from Blockbuster Mentality. Are we live? Yes. yes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to call you with our microphones, and I had to just call you with my phone. Cause, literally yeah. on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> I was just telling Slim how much I hated him, and I was so happy I heard the phone ring. <laughs> yeah, you guys are probably just uh, twiddling your thumbs, like, all right, we got to fill in this sentence. And, uh... Yeah, let's call it an auto place. <laughs> <laughs> the drizz was taking over. It was not pretty, guys. <laughs> what uh, what are you guys up to? Uh, well, we're done with technical issues, I guess. We're <laughs> just kind of, uh, we are uh, uh, happy to be talking to you guys. We're uh, cool. we are the greatest movie podcast that has ever been recorded and released. That's and a big boast. Listeners know about it. That's a boast. That's a big boast. How do you back that up? Well, it's really, you have to listen to every single episode, subscribe, and leave lots of positive ratings on iTunes, and that will back itself up. Love it, love it. Back it up or I'm going to smack it up is what I always say. (laughs) You guys, though, you've been going for a while, 170 episodes strong. Yeah, yeah, 170 episodes started in 2015, and yeah, we're, we're, we're still going. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been quite an adventure so far, but yeah, I mean, we're, we got, we got, we ain't stopping. Good. How did you guys meet? I mean, we've known each other for years. Uh, yeah, this is, this is pre grinder days. Yep. So. <laughs> no, <all right. laughs> that is accurate. Yep. You, pre grinder days. We, we just we met where all the gays met back on, in the day. On, on, uh, <laughs> my space. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> That's how me and Slim met. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we. Uh, I didn't meet Dave. I mean, it was just. Uh, yeah, it was just you know, <laughs> ball, ball, actually volleyball. We met yeah. at volleyball. Wow. All right. We live in Florida. It does sound like. Yeah, I know, right? It didn't go that way. We were in short, short shorts uh, and uh, playing volleyball, and uh, yeah, we used to have a group of friends that get together, met through friends of friends, and uh, 
the rest is history. As so long as it was consensual. Yeah. It's, and it's and okay. like I said, where all the gays used to meet back right? in the day. At the volleyball <laughs> court. <laughs> Not yeah. behind the 7 Eleven like me and Slip. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes but, that deep. <laughs> it's sort of funny, actually, that the podcast, in a way, brought us together because we've kind of fallen out you know how it is you know with your bros or whatever and yeah. i happened to come across being like hey, oh wow you're doing a podcast that's amazing and then he invited me and uh i went on one episode and haven't stopped that's awesome <laughs> yeah i was trying to get rid of him but uh yeah he just keeps coming back to my house on uh, thursday nights and you know, just doesn't go away. See, Slim doesn't lock his door. That's how I get in. He, I get in every week. I get in every week. Bad habits. They do die hard. Are you guys spoiler free? Ooh. We are not. So okay. we, we kind of took on the, uh, the approach that we are not movie critics. We do not see the movie before it comes out, like most movie critics, and they have to be all careful about Spoilers and everything. We are the guys who stand outside of the parking lot talking about the movie with their buddy after they've seen it, and uh, cool. and that that's who we are. I mean, yeah. we do get spoiler warnings before we yeah. go into spoilers, but I appreciate but yeah, we're, that. We're, we we talk about the movie. Yeah, it's not a. We are fans, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna dive into everything that we thought about and just put it all out there. Yeah. Cool. So so curious before we move forward, is it just movies or do you guys delve into TV shows as well? We've done some TV. We talked Game of Thrones. Uh, we've got an episode we're actually going to record after this on The Boys. Um, so we're thinking about getting into that. Actually, we're even talking about maybe spinning off our podcast into the new um, uh, the Disney Plus launch and just sort of cool. running through everything they put out, whether we like it or hate it. I kind of like hating on Disney, but um, especially Star Wars stuff, even though I do have a childhood love of it. So that's one of the points of contention for, for the two of us. Cool. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, is there anything that you guys diehard disagree on? I mean, that, I mean, almost the Star Wars sequels. Yeah, um, I've hated them all. Yeah, I'm assuming I'm going to hate the one that comes out in December, even though I'm going to, you know, watch it. And I, I sort of, it's a love hate. You know, I'm yeah. going to watch it maybe ten times, but I'm going to bitch about it the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm more of a, yeah, I, I, I love the. I wasn't crazy about Last Jedi, but Force Same. Awakens just re it reinvigorated my love for Star Wars yeah. and everything. So, Rogue One, uh, I thought was was fantastic. I thought that was my favorite of the new ones. Rogue One was so good. I even loved uh, oh, Solo. Yeah. I love Solo. Rogue I love. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I was just saying Solo. I love seeing what, what is it? The Parsec run. Yeah, or the um. Uh, Kessel Run. Kessel yes, Run. Kessel Run. Yes, I just I love that so much, so much. Uh, actually, it's the yeah, Kessel Run. Push up your glasses, dude. Correct everybody. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, for a movie that looks like shit, that that sequence was actually quite good. Yes, that was good. I just loved. I loved uh, him and Lando meeting. I loved it. I loved it the whole way. <laughs> And the little nod before the movie came out that Lando might want to be banging his droid. That was interesting development. <laughs> I don't know what all that was about. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are you guys most looking forward to this this year? 
Uh, we actually uh, did an episode on that uh, at the beginning of the year, and I think our number ones were the same. Uh, a lot of people are looking forward to this movie, and that's uh, that's Joker uh, with, yeah. with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yes. Um, Looks amazing. But not far away, just a couple of weeks, few mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, About a month, maybe. Really? I didn't know. Was was screened already? Already I has just, reviews. I just saw the last um, trailer and it looks it yeah. looks really good, really good. Reviews from what yeah. I've seen are claiming this to be a masterpiece, or at wow. least IGN called it a masterpiece. Yeah, that's why I hate I hate reading reviews beforehand because then you get all excited beforehand and then you're like, oh no, you know, it's it never meets the expectations. But yeah, this it got me more excited for it, and we're uh, we're huge uh, De Niro and Scorsese fans. Yeah. And we, We've, uh, you know, this movie has gotten a lot of comparisons to Taxi Driver and King of Comedy and things yep. like that. So, I mean, that, yes. that has me even more excited. Yeah, one of the things I like about that is it looks like there's a turn, whereas both of those movies are about antisocials and how they just fly off the deep end. It looks like in this one, Joker gets people behind him. So that's yeah. a great twist to music cinematically. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. It shows him, like, going out on a stage, like, to you know, whatever, kill the crowd. Like I'm like, yeah, that looks that looks so the, cool. The thing that interests me about it was that there's a point where they say that you have Arthur and how he's just sort of like depressed and like keeps to himself individual. And then when he starts becoming the Joker, you see that his character completely flips. Like he's a completely different yeah. person when he becomes the Joker, and that really like interests me to see that change. Yeah, absolutely. He like goes into character, and then yeah, he just influences people around him. But like, yeah, I can be sort of, I can go behind the mask and then kind of do what I want, you know, kind of thing. Right. And here we are describing the movie that we none of us have seen. Yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're all we all suck. <laughs> I saw you guys too. You guys mentioned the Game of Thrones, and I saw you guys did your top five characters, which was so hard for me to list. I was gonna ask if you guys could list your top five. Game of Thrones characters. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think who I actually did. Uh, <laughs> I know. What year was that? Yeah. <laughs> I think... Um, um, I, I know uh, the Hound was in mine. He wasn't my number one, but he was in mine. Um, wow. Uh, I think Prince Oberyn, you know, the, the, you know the, the cocky one who got killed by the mountain. Um, yes. who, I, I can't. I don't know who was my number one. See, I love the hound. I, as my f- number one, I gotta say Arya. I gotta say Arya. I love Tyrion. Yeah. I love Jamie. I love Tormund. Tormund is definitely in my top Tormund. five. And, yeah. jo- and jo- I had uh, gotta be John. I had Tywin Lannister. I had. I think I left Jon Snow off on purpose. I had Tywin. Definitely Tyrion. I had uh, Sam. Sam was my. I love Sam. Sam, Sam Harley. You yes. know, the best. I love him so much. Prince Porkchop. <laughs> so good. <laughs> he was amazing. I, I had Jamie Lannister in mind just because of his character arc. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's about. It. I, I know there was others, but yeah, no, you carried. Yeah. yeah. Now, See, all your audience, listen to that. Listen to that episode and let us know what we think. Tweet at us what we what we said. <laughs> I wanted to throw Varys in mine, but there's just so many others. But, but Varys was one of the best. One of the best. One of oh, my favorites. Yeah. So. What do cool. you guys think of Stannis? Thanos. Stannis, yeah. Stannis, you said. Oh, Stannis Baratheon. Yeah. Yes, I, I hated his guts. I hated his guts. 
<laughs> Guys, I have I a conf- to- I have a confession to- real quick. Uh, I'm going to interrupt. I have a confession. I never watched You've Game never of Thrones. Never seen it. We know. I've never seen it. We know. Okay, so you, you naming all the characters was just uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not talking to Slim. I'm talking to Ben and Dave from Blockbuster Mentality. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Well, you had me fooled. Have you have you guys watched uh, the boys on Amazon? No, I've heard that. I I heard that's great. I read the entire comic book series about two years ago, and I did watch the uh, series as well. What did you think of the series? Um, I liked it. I liked Seth Rogen's take on it. I was very impressed that the fact that he actually toned it down from what the comic book was, which is something I never expect Seth Rogen to do. I didn't like the ending because I'm just confused by it, and I feel like it ruined that character, the Butcher, to who he was in my vision of who he was in the comic book to where he is in the series now, just kind of like I didn't really like that as much. Okay. But the, the comic gets pretty filthy and disgusting, so they do have to tone it down a little bit, right, for our consumption. I mean, even still, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, which was amazing. And I, and I did like that he toned it down. I did appreciate that, that he, he, he did a good job of not overdoing it and kind of like, okay, like, this was too much, let's fix this. I think he did a really good job <laughs> in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked, I liked it. I didn't hate it. As a huge fan of the uh, the boys comic, I thought the comic was amazing. It's a great story. It's a great parody on various comic book universes. I thought the series was a good adaptation for the modern superhero world that we live in today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I just loved it because I, I wasn't familiar with the comic at all. I just loved the take on you know, it, it being a corporation and the, sure. and the actual quote unquote superheroes are just sociopaths and, you know, they're, they're just, you know, not, not, uh, <laughs> they're, they're not as, uh, wholesome as you would like them to be and everything. I, lo- I love that aspect of it. Yeah. Well, I also like how we're, it, it couldn't be more perfect timing. What I think is a superhero bubble that's about to pop to put this one out to some, another sort of, just a cynical point of view you know if you are tired of these people and you are you are tired of seeing these things pop up the commercials the movies endlessly here's you can sort of take your frustration out on these really bad characters yeah. maybe that's what they sort of are secretly you know <laughs> you know what i really like that didn't get great reviews but i thought it was and it kind of falls in the same uh area as that is the uh brightburn brightburn i thought was amazing i have not seen that yet but i, I love the concept you know, if, if Superman came to Earth and was bad, is that is that the one? Correct. Yeah, it's a, it's like a little kid yeah. that is basically Superman, and he just decides like he's just gonna kill everyone. <laughs> like, <that's... laughs> yeah, I still need to check that out. But yeah, I, I, I love concepts like that. I mean, even like movies like uh, Unbreakable. I mean, that in disguise yeah. was what if Superman came to Earth and didn't know he was Superman? You know, in a way. So yeah. I love I love those concepts. What do you guys think about, uh, like, Watchmen, the series is going to be? Say that again? The Watchmen series. What do you guys feel about that? Uh, so I love the movie. I didn't read I didn't read the comic, but I'm definitely looking forward to watching this. I think it's an interesting take. I mean, I don't know, like, if they're going into source material or not, but I loved the movie when it came out. So I, I'm, it definitely has my interest. And is, is this an HBO thing? Yeah. 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 Yes. 
yeah, I mean, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, just uh, yeah, I, I I don't know much about it. I, speaking of HBO, I think I'm more excited right now for the uh, Sopranos spinoff. But uh, I, I <laughs> oh. saw that. Hey, that reminds me, you guys. You guys were talking last episode. You were talking about the Righteous Gemstones. Love I didn't it. Even know that thing came out. Did you so see it? I, that was like news to me. No, I haven't yet. I have the first three episodes queued. But I, yes. you guys are talking about Vice Principals. I love Vice Principals so much. So good, so good. I feel like I feel like Danny McBride has never had a better uh, opposite man besides uh, Walton Walton Goggins. He's the best. He's <laughs> yeah, the best. So hilarious. Yeah, just great. The two of them going after each other. I can just watch that endlessly. So that was amazing. So I'm looking. So how would you compare just you know quality wise between the two? At least through the first however three or four episodes into. Absolutely, absolutely on par. Walton isn't isn't like Danny's nemesis in this, but it is at least on par as far as as far as the first few episodes go. Great, can't wait. To, and I love John Goodman, so I'm yes. excited to start watching. That. I love John Goodman. Uh, what was the one he was in? Um, where he was like an arms dealer. Mm. God damn. Dude, I just fucking loved him in Cloverfield. That Clover... What was that called? Cloverfield that, was that Cloverfield, oh, mo- that Cloverfield yeah, yes. that Cloverfield movie. Yeah, that Cloverfield Lane John Gumman was made that movie. A History of Violence, I think. He was like this arms dealer in Boston. It was so fucking good. So good. That Cloverfield Lane was terrible, except for parts where John Goodman got really weird and psycho. But yeah, I, I, I kind of yeah. agree with that. John Goodman, John Goodman made that movie. Makes everything. Even in the stupid Transformers movie, as Hound, as <laughs> as the voice of Hound, he's, he's great. I want to ask you guys, yeah, too, um, what movie are you least excited for this year? Mm-hmm. Or this season? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I was sort of, I was looking ahead this year. We've got I don't know that that, that Tom Hanks Mr. Rogers movie. I mean, that's just stupid. What? Nobody needs that. I what know. is that? Nobody I don't even that. know what that is. Just from the words you said, nobody needs <laughs> right. that. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Tom Hanks should not be a thing Ty, anymore. Is Tom Hanks playing <laughs> Mr. Rogers? What? Big. Big was the biggest pedophile movie ever. I watched that with my sons this last summer, and then my dad's like, "This is a good movie." I'm like, "This is." It's creepy. It's that's, creepy. That's, another, that's another thing me and Dave disagree on. I am very excited for the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie. But, <laughs> you might be a pedophile movie. <laughs> 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 Adding on to what Rob just said, though, a lot of like early movies, especially in the 90s, they all, like, you, if you rewatch some of that shit, it's all very, very creepy. <laughs> Jumanji? Yeah. I mean, did, did you see T- T- Turner and Hooch? What he did with that dog, that was, yeah, that was, that was a little weird. That friendship was very weird. <laughs> no peanut butter. Well, then the, the, you know, the dark side of Tom Hanks was coming up. Uh, another one is big, that uh, Gemini Man. I mean, with Will Smith, that just oh, I, I, that, killed myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm well, not uh, not looking forward to that one. What was the last one he did with um, uh, John C. Riley? It was Sherlock Holmes. I was like, no. No, just stop. Really? Oh, horrible. And I love those two. And I could not get through the, like, 20 minutes of that movie and just turned it off. I'm like, wow, just try again, please. Yeah, oh, was that the comedy? It. Was it the comedy, like, Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. Oh, okay. It looked trash. It looked, yeah, like it looked really bad. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think, it, yeah, I was the same as Dave. I think I got, I did not finish it. It was, mm. that, it was that bad. Fuck. I, and we both loved them. 
Yes, same here. I just see the, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just saying I, I, I can't stand. I can't. I, I just saw the preview. I could not stand the movie. <laughs> I also thought it was a Super Size Me too. The guy who goes to the fest. Uh, if you guys saw the original documentary with that Morgan Spurlock guy. Norm, sorry, and this okay. one's on. It's called Holy Chicken. So this guy's gonna ruin my love of fried chicken now. So I'm not looking forward to that. Fuck him. Yeah, so, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I watched. I don't know if it was a video. It was a movie that was like uh, debunking, like Super Size Me, and there was just this kid. That was like, yeah, I eat McDonald's every day, but I do some push-ups every day, and I'm good. <laughs> I, the, the, weird, the weirdest thing for me watching those movies is every time I watch Super Size Me, which I don't know why I said every time because I've seen it like once. <laughs> it just makes me want to eat McDonald's. I don't know why. Right? I want the Big Mac and the cigarette right afterwards. That's the only thing yeah, I go exactly. for. <laughs> it's like watching train spotting. I'm like, oh, I want that heroin now. <laughs> oh god i know we're the movie podcast well what movies are you guys looking forward to i'm turning it around here when's bumblebee 2 coming out <laughs> oh no <laughs> never i don't know that. Actually, did you guys see the first i didn't see bumblebee bumblebee was really good and it, it stepped away from the michael bay formers it's it it did okay. It did take a different a different look. And it showed it showed Cybertron. It showed the war of Cybertron, which was fucking cool, bro. Cool. Okay. So I'm looking forward to Bumblebee Part Two. Fuck yeah. We want Bumblebee and John Cena. John Cena. Honestly guys, I got nothing like I was like after Endgame, I'm kind of like there's oh. nothing coming out this year that like I really want to see like all the Marvel movies. I'm kind of like over that whole what about thing. And Endgame. And Endgame sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> kind of over that got, whole thing. What about thing. Terminator? Is that? Do you interest at all? No. Mm. Yeah, not, not either. Yeah. No. What about Star Wars? Uh, I'll always see the goddamn Star Wars. Yeah, but I didn't even watch <laughs> yeah, the. Uh, I didn't even see the it's second one. Rob, Rob told me how much the second one sucked, and I can't see, watch it. I I didn't hate the second one, but I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It was just middle. There's, yeah, there's there's aspects of the second one that I love. There's aspects that I absolutely hate. So yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's tough. You can hear our episode because I'm fighting uh, Ben and uh, another and brother and guests that both loved it. So that's sort of. Duality is interested in that, and then, but yeah, definitely go see it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just two hours or well, two and a half. Yeah. It does drag. It's fucking two hours. You'll never get it back. You don't need it. <laughs> I don't, I don't got the time. I, you get, you guys seen uh, uh, one, one, another one. I'm looking forward to just because the actors, uh, Ford versus Ferrari with uh, Christian Bale and uh, Matt Damon. That looks pretty interesting. I mean, I love Christian Bale. He's he's just one of the best actors around today. So what what was it called? What was it called? What was that? What was the the movie called that you just said? Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> okay, the Ford versus yeah, not... Ferrari, starring Christian Bale and Matt Damon. I want to say it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta I have a rod right now. Setup. 
<laughs> Ford versus Ford. It could be Ford. a really compelling drama, man. I mean, you know. <laughs> With John DeLorean. <laughs> the, the, the actors. It's the actors that I'm looking forward to. For the, for the record, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to what's going to be all over my belly button later. Guys, we have to wrap this up, but it has been, it's been amazing talking to you both. Uh, yeah, sorry about the sound quality. We tried to get things set up better, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, and uh, love to connect with you guys again. Love you guys, definitely, definitely. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find us at Blockbuster Cast on Twitter, uh, at, Block, at Blockbuster Mentality on Instagram. My personal account is at bcord. You can find me at Dave underscore Quist, and you can find Blockbuster Mentality at pretty much any app that has podcasts. Cool. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You too, guys. Thanks. Don't press charges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. Later. See ya. <laughs> Who's signing us out? <clears throat> Yeah, I'll fucking sign you out because I have a lot to say about some of the cars that I fucking did some shit in. There was this one time that I was in a fucking Mustang. Mustangs are like the fastest car on the fucking road. Yeah. I fucking cut myself. I cut myself real hard and I didn't die. I thought like I was going to die in a Mustang and I didn't fucking die. I don't know. Watch Robin Slim Show next week. Yeah. Fuck! This! It's done! Yeah, because I said it's done! I'm the one who said it was done! I said Go it was on, done you little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay, I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you! You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your faces, coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. WWW Hush your face. WWW Hush your face. WWW Hush your face.com.